0: All right, and we are live. Hello and welcome to the Gaming Perspective podcast, episode 26, Infinite Delays. We have a lot to talk about this week. We have Xbox Series S controller leaking, or Xbox controller leaking that apparently leaks the Series S. We've got Halo Infinite Delayed. We've got uh, Control um, interesting consumer issues that 505 Games is cackling to the bank about, and so much more, as well as a discussion topic focused around what we expect to see at launch from both PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X/S. So, I will get right into the introductions of who is on the show. So, joining me, as always, from Windows Central, Android Central, and iMore, Mr. Samuel Tolbert
1: hey how's it going um this has been one interesting week but i have peanut butter whiskey so i'm okay
0: my face hurts um <laughs> and also joining me from lordsgaming.net and our loki wow okay i'm just not jared you really don't need to talk tonight for, for, for the viewers yeah. in the
1: chat for the viewers in the chat, he just had dental <laughs> surgery done, and we actually tried to convince him not to do the show tonight, but he's <sighs> way too stubborn an old moose.
2: So, yep, we're stuck he here. Is. <laughs> he is, <laughs> but yeah, yep. um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Glad to have you here. Let's get talking, except for Nick. <laughs>
0: Wow, I feel like I'm right back at home. Um, And also joining me from Florida, rocking the Nintendo 64 shirt, Mr. Eric Jackson, the man of culture.
3: The man of culture, yeah. Uh, What's going on, guys? Happy Friday, and uh, well, maybe not so much for Nick since he was brutalized earlier, but uh, yeah, happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I have to admit, probably the worst use of a half day off work I've ever done in my life.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Mm. <laughs> Eric,
1: Eric, I love the Nintendo 64 shirt because by the time this podcast ends, there will be as many cases of that virus that we can't name in Florida as copies of the Nintendo 64 were sold.
3: <laughs> <That's a> nice <laughs> tiger. <time. laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs>
0: hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to recover. <laughs> I'm terrible at segues on a good day, and you guys aren't helping. Uh, so <laughs> we'll go right into it. And I'm going to throw this curveball right at Sam because since I was having dental surgery, I was a little too loopy to read MPDs today. So, Sam, mm-hmm. what's going on with MPD
1: today? Okay, so uh, July 2020 NPD, really really quickly uh, it's it's mostly what you'd expect. Um, <clears throat> total sales for the month were about 3.58 billion uh, 3.6 billion something like that. video game content made up 3.3 billion of that. Too long didn't read version is people ain't buying consoles, but they are buying the hell out of some games. Uh, people are buying games like it's going out of style right now. Uh, rounding out the top uh, 10. Let's just go with the top 10, right? Ghost of Tsushima. It, it debuted in July, and it is uh, Sucker Punch's fastest-selling game ever, so congratulations to them on that. Well-deserved. I haven't finished oh, Yeah, I have some problems with it, but the, the good things about that game vastly outweigh the bad things. I think we can all fairly say. So, um, So, very good to them. And then beyond that, Call of Duty Modern Warfare at number 2, because that game just won't die (laughs) and it's i don't even want i i don't even like i'm dead serious here call of duty modern warfare due to warzone success is turning into another gta 5 i'm dead i'm dead serious like that game is selling stupid well and that is an analyst quote stupid quote stupid well unquote stupid well (laughs) by call of duty standards um it's it's just ridiculous so but hey congrats to them it's working out uh, Paper Mario, the Origami King, debuted at number three for Nintendo. So congrats to them. Did very well. Not my kind of game. I'm not going to touch it. But, you know, Last of Us Part Two holding it at number four. That gamer boycott sure seems to continue work. Um, Amble Crossing New Horizons at number five because Nook oh. is getting his mafia dollars and they just keep stacking up. <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure at number six. This one is interesting to me. Uh, this one is interesting to me. I, I actually have it on good authority. Nintendo can't make Ring Fit Adventures fast enough. Like what they make right now, they are selling instantly. The moment they make them and it goes to a store shelf, it's like it's gone.
0: Uh, I can I can actually quantify that statement. I went to pick up a new Dual, DualShock Dual Shock Four um, today, and their shipment just come in by 20 minutes mm-hmm. before I showed up, and they had two Ring Fits. And two people bought them before they even got them out of the box. They literally came in and were like, hey, it showed up on your website that you guys have ring fits. Can we have them? We (laughs) drove three hours to get here. I'm just like.
3: Now, it's either they're scalpers or they've been dying to work out.
1: Okay, no joke. I've heard that it's actually very challenging. Like, I know there's different levels and all, but I've heard, even people who are super into fitness and bodybuilding are like, yo, this is kicking the crap out of me. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to get my hands on one, I haven't been able to yet.
3: I probably like every time Mario posts them, they're like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, under a minute, under a minute, they're gone. Um, then let's see, uh, rounding out very quickly the, n- the next four, we have Mortal Kombat 11 at number seven. Congrats, Another Realm. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, another of those Nintendo games that just won't die. Just people keep buying it, people keep coming to the house of the plumber. Amazing. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at nine. Do I even need to say anything else? This one is weird, though. This one's weird. The Weebs came out in fours. <laughs> I'm going to try and pronounce this, but I won't get it right. Sword Art Online Allokization Lycoris at number 10. What in the Seven Hells? (laughs) Uh, Why is it
0: so complicated? I I
1: don't know what happened there. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what dark weeb energy was summoned, but good for them, okay? Uh, It happened. So, uh, Long story short here, in case you don't want to take anything else away from this, is that Consoles are not selling right now. People are dying for next gen, but games are continuing to sell extremely, extremely well.
0: Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's uh, NPD. Good stuff. Oh, absolutely. Wait, no GTA Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, addendum, addendum. <laughs> Wait. First month in
1: over 14 months, GTA 5 was not in the top 20 best-selling games. Wow. Uh,
0: you want to know why? Surprising. You want to know why? why? I- air <laughs> airdropped all their copies somewhere. Moving on. <laughs> <That's laughs> Don't <good, laughs> me. <man. laughs>
1: that first time you made that joke, I'm not sure how you're going to make it through a second. <laughs> uh, it's on. I actually, I want to say, realistically, here's what it is. It's because GTA 5 is a game that people buy when they buy a new console. Hardware sales are slacking. GTA 5 is
3: slacking.
0: Absolutely.
1: Correlation is causation in this case.
2: Um, yeah. Absolutely.
3: I to say I couldn't. I probably couldn't be like a, a publisher because I'm so petty that I would probably release instead of the game of the year edition, I'd be like have that boycott go edition. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know? <laughs> I wish nice. I could actually see Rockstar doing something like that. Oh, that like, <laughs> right. or, like, how is the boycott events going? Yeah. Sort of
1: G- Gamer outrage edition includes...
0: Yeah. That you'll see 69% more SJWs. <laughs>
2: Special in cooperation published with Devolver
0: Digital. (laughs) It comes with an exclusive pack of wet wipes to wipe away our fake
3: tears of outrage. Yeah, Uh, collector's edition comes with a middle finger statue. (laughs) Man, like...
0: Look, look, if I'm a game developer or a publisher and I'm publishing a game... And then I see people on Reset Error or any of these forum sites go, "We're boycotting this." I'm just rubbing my hands, going, ha, 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 "Money!" Because, <laughs> like, literally in the history of boycotts, it does not work. It works now. I, w- I will put a big apostrophe in the corner of this. You can change things because, like, per- perfect example: Star Wars Battlefront Two. People made a lot of noise about that, and it changed. It was still the seventh best selling game the year it came out though. That's Mass
1: Effect 3's ending. That's a good example, too. People yeah. people can get together and use their outrage for a good cause. But a boycott, specifically that word, does not work. That's proven. That yeah. has been proven at
3: the point. I think game. the only time it works is if the game is actually like truly like crap. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. no one buys it anyway. They're like, oh, the boycott was successful. <laughs> it's like so, yeah, yeah I, I think,
0: honestly, a game's success or failure isn't about the outrage that surrounds it. It's whether or not the game itself is good or not. Because, like, for example, if The Last of Us Part Two had released, it was actually a bad game. You could say, oh, the outrage worked. But no, realistically, it was just it was a bad game. But it turned out it was a good game, so it did well.
3: Yeah, and it probably actually sold copies because of all the outrage. People are like, what's going on with this game? Like, I need to see what's up.
0: Well, a perfect example of that is Kingdom Come Deliverance. Nobody really knew about that game until people got mad about that game. And it was one of the top, I think, top three best-selling games on Steam the year it came out. It was literally a Kickstarter game that no one had heard of, and then people got mad about it. And then people that didn't know anything about it were like, oh, why are people mad about this? Oh, it's a... It's a Eastern European RPG with that's like Skyrim with no magic. Okay, I'll buy this. Like, and that's the thing is like you can get. That's why I always laugh is when people are like, "It's not going to sell because of the SJWs." I'm like, oh, "You <laughs> precious little baby boy." Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, well, but remember, like a few years ago, the outrage around that uh, what was it, that, that sniper game?
0: which, which one are you? are you sniper. talking about sniper i know what you're talking about i can't remember the name yeah you are, are you talking about sniper elite warrior where they gave the seasons pass for free to playstation 4 players and xbox and pc players had to pay 40 bucks for it
3: is that the one yeah i think that was the one but it just wasn't a good game so no one so just kind of died right. no one really cared anymore exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just, exactly oh it's like people are like oh it's actually shit okay
0: Actually, the fun—I the fun, was gonna say—the funny part about that game was, is after it launched, after a week of it launching, they gave the season's pass away to Xbox and PC players too, because they're like nobody's playing it. Help! <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of things that don't need help, we've got the mano o mano of all five foot nine nerd fights going on right now. <laughs> we've got Tim v Tim, Tim <laughs> Cook versus Tim Sweeney in the ultimate battle of who's got more Tuesday Bugattis. (laughs) Who's the bigger Tim? Uh, It is for real. If you have kids, you will get this reference. This is Timmy time. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, so... (laughs) Apple and uh, Epic have some beef. And once again, this is something that I'm not... 100% schooled in the details of this. So I'm gonna do my best to explain it and Sam will roll his eyes and correct me as we go here. So what basically happened was Epic tried to circumvent the, I believe the Apple store and tried to sell their microtransaction V bucks via Fortnite directly through the application. So basically, instead of buying V-Bucks through the Apple Store, like you would if, say, you boot up Fortnite, you buy V-Bucks, you buy through the Microsoft Store. It redirects you. You buy it directly through the Fortnite Store so they could cut out Apple's percentage on this. Apple did that for about two hours and then went, fuck you, and booted them right off the Apple Store. In which case, Epic Games obviously doing the biggest bait move I've ever seen, had a full-bore video prepped and a lawsuit already pre-drafted to drop in like, what was it, like 30 minutes after they got booted off the store? uh, Try try 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 10 minutes. minutes.
1: (laughs) Just, just, if that was full Joker, I want you to do it, I want you to do it. Come on, hit me. Hit me, hit me, hit hit me. uh, I don't care what your opinion is. that, That was the funniest thing on Earth. They they needed them and they and Apple
0: fell for it. Hook line and sinker. See, here's my biggest problem with this is I've seen a lot of like you know, screw Apple energy. I like that energy. (laughs) But you know, Epic Games is a multi-billion dollar corporation, too, so you shouldn't be too happy about this too fast. What I think (laughs) that I don't like about it is that by dropping it through the Fort official Fortnite channel and being like, Apple doesn't want you to play Fortnite on mobile. Weaponizing uneducated people for your cause so that you can make more money. And like, let's face it, the end game goal of this is that Tim Sweeney wants to make Apple Cave So they can put an Epic Game Store app on there. I don't give a crap what anyone says. They want to be able to put an app on there where they can sell people games on mobile. That's what I feel like this is about. Ivan posted it on Twitter, and as soon as he said it, I was like, I feel like that's what this is about, and they're just swinging at each other right now. And Google delisted it as well um, from the Google Play Store. And within five minutes, Epic Games was suing them, too. So um, we're currently in the weirdest threesome that we've ever seen in the gaming industry. <laughs>
2: is wild, wild um, year.
0: Yeah, I just... I don't know, I'm in the camp of just screw all three of them. I don't <laughs> like how much money all three of them have. Like, uh, I have my thoughts, but uh, I want to hear Eric and Jared's
1: thoughts on this. Either one of you wants to go first.
2: You know, I'll go first because I'm probably the shortest. I'm sitting here, same sentence as Nick. I'm sitting here with my popcorn, watching all this happen. I'm like, I really don't care what happens. This is interesting as hell. (laughs) That's my stance. Like, literally, I got nothing else to say. It's just an interesting situation is all.
0: I
3: really just don't
0: care what happens.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of on on that same tip because it's just for the fact that I know at the end of the day, this is not about sticking it to the man. (laughs) You know mm-hmm. tim has <laughs> tim has a lot of reasons to do what he's doing because it'll make obviously make him more money it's a power play so mm-hmm. it's not like he's doing this for the little guy to say hey you know i'm going to shake things up now ultimately it could shake things up it could make apple kind of like look at some things on how they their apple store policies are but that that will be a long time to be, uh, remain to be seen mm-hmm. but yeah i'm just kind of sitting back like hey as Long as I can still use all my stuff, I can make my phone calls, right. I can do my FaceTime, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, you guys, you titans go fight. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see <laughs> what happens, you know, with all that stuff. You know, because I think ultimately too, it's, it's also because it's right now it's sort of like around a thing. And it's, it's weird to say it's, it's around a thing I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. As far as Fortnite and all that stuff. Sure. Yes, that. yeah, sure. yeah so exactly. Yeah. So selfishly, it doesn't affect me directly. So mm-hmm. I kind of looked at it. I was like, "Oh, there's a pissing contest going on." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. What's what it with is? A lot of money, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but it kind of shows where Tim Sweeney is like, as far as like dollars go, because this is his company taking on like two of the biggest, like, like, two of the biggest companies, you know. So it's just it's wild, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a bit. He's sitting back with his Popeye's cup.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, now, he's, he's, now, he's, he's got a big gulp on deck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say that I
1: kind of echo what you what y'all said. Like, this is a battle of a nineteen billion dollar company and like a one point eight trillion dollar company. I don't really care. I don't have a dog in this fight, and neither of them truly care about me. So. I'm just going to list a bunch of things that I think should be considered. It doesn't mean I have an opinion on it, per mm-hmm. se, if that makes sense. Yeah. Opinion number, uh, well, fact number one, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in terms of corporate warfare. Epic was ready to go with, like, itchy fingers hovering above the mouse. They're like, come on, come on, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. We got, we got the legal stuff on deck. We got the lawyers. We got the ad riffing on your Infamous 1984 ad Come on, we want you to do it So there's that There's also the fact that Hey, this is propaganda Being live streamed to children It might be innocuous here But it kind of sets a bad example Moving forward Like, okay, you're willing to do this And I know I'll say this, to Epic's credit When the police Police the riots against police brutality broke out earlier in June. Uh, they did live stream some films about the importance of racial inequality. That's something I don't think a lot of people know, but they did do that in Fortnite. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. But can Epic actually be trusted to determine what propaganda is okay to show to children what isn't? Uh... <laughs> We're getting we're getting skeevy. We're, we're getting, yeah. getting, getting the absolute best. And that needs to be considered. Number three to be considered: if Apple wins in this fight per se, nothing changes. Literally, literally, nothing will change. If Apple loses, then X Cloud will from Microsoft will likely have to be allowed by law on Apple devices. And on top of that, it sets a precedent for mobile app developers getting a better percentage of cuts. Doesn't mean I approve at all of the methods Epic is using, but yes, developer lives are in theory better if Epic wins. Mm -hmm. Something to be considered. Doesn't mean I have an opinion or a dog in the fight, but... That's that's just where I'm at right now. In the meantime, grab your popcorn, grab your favorite drink, because this is the funniest thing I've ever seen corporations go to
0: war over. I will also say, too, I would not be surprised if uh, a certain Chinese conglomerate was throwing some money behind this as well. That may or may may not put on my tinfoil hat, the 10 cents throwing some money behind this lawsuit, because they'd have a lot to gain if this goes the Epic Games way. Just the yeah, for thought. There's that too. That well, is yeah. also to be how many,
2: Well, I, I actually I think the percentage is larger, more in Samsung's favor, but I still the percentage of iPhone users in like China, Japan, overseas, there is very, very high. So having that, all of a sudden that access to a storefront would be substantial to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's nothing skeevier. Like we talk about how skeevy the gaming industry is as a whole, which it is. Um, but there's nothing skeevier than the mobile games market.
2: Ooh, so I'm and,
0: and I'm not talking nuts. just in what they what the products they try to sell you. I'm talking how the developers are treated, the deals publishers cut, and everything else. It's a very like cutthroat pirate market, so to speak. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. As Sam said, I really don't have a dog in this fight. Um, I've been laughing because all the guys I work with, they're like yeah, I can't find Fortnite on the Apple Store. My kids are losing their shit. I'm like, well, that sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: but. A why. I'm yeah, like, I actually, kid- I actually thought about that. I was like, I was going to tweet that, like, man, it's the only thing that, the only person that loses in this are the parents who actually have to deal with their kids now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: like <laughs> hey, hey, Daddy, what is 1984?
2: <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what happened to no, Fortnite? I, no, no, no. The Fortnite TV
0: on the
3: phone. It needs to be. <laughs> No! no, I yeah, think like Je- collectively millions of kids are like screaming at their parents right now. Like.
0: No, I think Jeff Grubb hit the nail on the head. Relaunch Radical Heights now. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> you have to stop supporting that damn thing. Uh,
3: but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And uh well, it's like I yeah. said in the DM. There there's not there are many scenarios that can actually punch Apple in the mouth and make them maybe Right. You know, slow down for a second, and this is one of the only things to do it. Like, but like Sam said, it's like, you know, what's what's the the flip side of that? You know, yeah, okay, right. it'll be great for a shakeup but what's the flip side? Because again, right. how can you trust Epic? They're just as like, you know,
1: yeah, exactly. Seriously. Like yeah. Epic is not a neutral party here, even right. though only because I haven't seen many people give them credit for it. I want to give them credit for actually taking a side. You know, in the um, racial inequality and police brutality. Yeah. Right. It's like, they did do that, and I want to make sure they're credited for it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And then, of course, there's also the other aspect, which is, they clearly timed this, right? This comes at a time when Apple is getting bad press for denying xCloud. Apple is going through antitrust hearings with the U.S. government. Not that that means anything with our government. And then Apple is also getting grilled by the EU. That actually means something because the EU government will actually do something. Um, So... Epic timed this. This was, say what you will about Epic, but this was some magnificent bastard timing. (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) It was a chess chess move for real. Because, like, talk about knowing, knowing, I don't want to use the word enemy, but knowing your competition. Oh, yeah. Sitting there with your finger over the mouse, like, let's go. Because we know you're going to take the bait. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. Lawyers. lawyers. (laughs) Lawyers, man. <laughs> I bet the like eighteen year old kid that
0: runs the Fortnite account was like, "I don't know what any of this means, but I can't wait to hit the button."
3: <laughs> yeah, seriously, man.
0: It, yeah, it, it's it's great. Um, you know what? This is the thing. It's like the final thing I'll say is like, I understand why a lot of people have issues with Epic, and I share a lot of those issues with people, but like. What they're doing with the Epic Games Store, they made Steam have competition when Steam didn't have competition. And -hmm. that's good. I love GOG to death, but they are not competition. They are amazing, but they do their own thing. They are directly trying to compete with Steam, making Steam look at some of their systems and go, hey, we need to change some things. If they make Apple change some things that are kind of backwards in their ecosystem, then good on them. If Tim Sweeney's whole goal in his life is to challenge every top competitor and make them try to change something, if that's what he wants to do with his obscene horde of Fortnite money, so be it. There are worse goals. There are worse goals in life, to be fair.
1: And and it is worth noting, Epic are the ones who bent Sony over on the crossplay issue. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was on board. Sony wasn't, and Epic said, oh, no, you're coming with us. Come on. Let's do this. So, If there's anyone who can do it, it's epic. That doesn't mean the methods they're using
0: aren't skeevy as all hell. Exactly. Just because you're doing something good doesn't mean the means you're doing it is good. Mm -hmm. So speaking of things, um, speaking of money and a lot of (laughs) money uh, going in directions where no one knows where it's coming from, Embracer Group, which... A lot of people may not be actually familiar with Embracer Group specifically, but it's the parent company of THQ Nordic, Coach Media, etc. etc. Yeah, they just went and bought eight studios, but don't worry, their business plan is not based on acquisitions. Um, (laughs) so in this new suite, they bought eight new studios. Uh, That are DECA Games, New World Interactive, Palindrome Interactive, Pow Wow Entertainment, Rare Earth Games, Sola Media, Vermilia Studios, and most interestingly is 4A Games. Now, alongside the announcement of 4A Games, (laughs) this is where the, the whole, how the whole Embracer group works is such a bizarre and weird thing to me. So 4A Games will be working in the branch with Saber Interactive. So, within this... (laughs) My daughter's playing Animal Crossing, what can I say? Uh, Um, (laughs) Within this branch, so, apparently, 4A Games is working on two projects. They're working on a project combined with Saber Interactive that's primarily focused on a new AAA IP, where they blend what 4A Games does with Saber Interactive's multiplayer talents, which is... Okay, sign me up. Cool, I'm interested. And then most notably was also a new single-player AAA IP using uh, 4A Games' immense talent and learning that they've taken from the previous Metro games. So what this says to me is Metro Exodus is the last Metro game for now, and they're moving on to something new. So what do you guys think about that? And also – like what? What is the THQ Nordic Embracer Group game plan here? Like, are they just buying every European studio or what?
2: I don't know. Whatever they're doing, it's it's working apparently. <laughs> um, I I think it's really nice to see because you don't see someone that's kind of they're not so high in the public eye, so to speak, sort of thing. Like they're not so. Out there, as with like let's say Activision and other major publishers, sort of thing. But there's consistent, which is nice. Um, I just like that they're seeing that they're seeing studios that they could buy up and continue to just financially support them, and in turn help support THQ Nordic and other studios, sort of thing. I really like the idea of Saber Interactive and the Metro devs working together because imagine if there was like let's say. Metro, the multiplayer game sort of thing. Mm. But let's say they go and they branch on, they work really hard to make an actual good, let's say, stalker battle royale type of game set in the Metro universe. I think that'd be actually a really nice, good turn or route for them to take because that'd be something I'd be extremely interested in playing. I don't like the typical battle royale games that a lot of the companies have been trying to go towards, sort of thing. I like something unique, different. Maybe the more difficult, like um, Escape from Tarkov, and that sort of type of game. Um, I think that'd be a perfect fit for that world. But in general, I'm excited. I like that they're trying something new with a new AAA, um, AAA IP. And I just, I don't know. It's just something I'm excited to see them try out doing something new in. Yeah, it's also worth
0: noting. I was going to say, it's also worth noting for those that don't have uh, any idea, like Saber Interactive, they were the developers, I believe, behind, <clears throat> behind uh, World War Z, I believe, which was a very, very successful co-op focused game. So yeah, Could be an interesting combination. What about, uh, Eric, where are you with uh, the THQ Nordic Embracer group <laughs> buy up of everything?
3: They're just they're 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 still rolling man but it is I'm, I'm not very familiar with some of those other studios um Most but honestly <laughs> but, it, but it almost sounds like you know they're kind of maybe kind of hiring support studios for maybe some mm-hmm. of the other students that they have working which is not a never a bad thing you know you can they can get you pushing more games out you know you can split teams up you can have that support so it's kind of what that sounds like to me you know yeah so but no i, I think um overall yeah that's they're yeah. they're gonna do what they do and that's what they do yeah. <laughs> they buy everything you know outside um, of
1: yeah yeah it's them and tencent
3: yeah you know, just buying
1: up everything investing in everything um i know you didn't ask but i'll go anyways nick um i think it where are the where are they getting this money <laughs> like, like seriously where are they getting this cash from um, those four
3: hundred dollar collector's yeah, editions
1: yeah no yeah basically basically from those four hundred dollar collector's editions this has to stop at some point. So I'm just sort of eating popcorn, waiting for the point at which it stops. But in their financial report, which they're doing very well, they explicitly stated, oh, we're looking into tons more acquisitions. Like we haven't even remotely slowed down. So, okay, that's interesting. (laughs) And then they also said, we do not depend on acquisitions to buff up our business. And I'm sitting here thinking, and I think I said to some well, a friend of mine, depend is doing some heavy lifting in that sentence. No, you don't depend on it, but you sure enjoy it. <laughs> you sure like it. Um, so I don't know. I'm, if If I'm being completely, utterly blunt, I'm a little salty over 4A games, meaning because... I've always hoped that a console platform manufacturer was going to be interested in them, whether it be Sony or Microsoft, because they have incredible tech. Their engine is utterly bleeding edge. They were one of the first studios using uh, uh, ray tracing and using RTX in in the NVIDIA betas before back when it was still a beta. So I'm a little salty over that simply because I always wanted to see what they could do with the backing of a platform holder. Um, and I think that studio deserves far more cre- far more credit than it gets. Uh, Metro Exodus was like my runner-up to game of the year in 2019. I think it's a phenomenal game. I think the Metro games are excellent. So that is what it is. That said, as long as THQ Nordic slash Embracer Group are giving them their freedom and just supporting them, okay. As long as I can continue to get great games from them, great. Also worth noting... Embracer Group is now only behind Ubisoft and Tencent in terms of investments. That's it. They uh, have more than Sony, more than Microsoft, ZeniMax, uh, Activision. Ba- yeah, basically everyone except
0: for Ubisoft and Tencent. So. so here, we're going to have a little bit of trivia fun without using Google. And Sam may be disqualified if he already knows this. Um, how many studios does Embracer Group own? Just ballpark me a number. Off tip of your tongue. I am disqualified from this. Okay.
3: Uh about thirty. Or okay. Okay, Jared, Jared thinks thirty. I'm gonna say probably in the ballpark of somewhere between fifty and sixty. He thinks fifty and sixty. Nick? Go ahead. The actual amount the amount the
0: amount of studios that Embracer Group currently owns as of August 2020 is 43 studios as it sits ah, right now. See, I'll even say about 40. That'll split. 43
3: oh. divided in six divisions. Jerry, we'll split the difference, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll <split> the difference. <laughs> yeah. And to be clear, they are only barely behind Ubisoft. Wow. Ubisoft has 48. If they so, have yeah, 48. They will only be behind Tencent, and even then, Tencent has a giant asterisk mark because Tencent is investments, not direct ownership.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time before they pass, and you just often be like, hey, we're the top one in the world with most studios under your the, belt.
0: The way it was explained to me from a friend of mine who is in the European development scene is that Embracer Group is is the the 10 cent of Eastern Europe, is the way they <laughs> refer to it. It's that by the end of 2023, Embracer Group will own everything that comes out of Europe, which is mind-blowing. Um, But the rate they're going, if they keep acquiring eight studios at a time, it could happen. Um, But, yeah, I'm really interested to see uh, kind of what they do with it. Like, I ain't going to lie. The whole, like, reliving my nostalgia with, like, Destroy All Humans again, that was great. Like, they're just picking up all these little IPs and all these little studios and making good games.
3: So it's like but they're they're keeping the spirit of what THQ was. Like they're bringing yeah, they're, they they're sort of filling in that double A market, you know. Um and kind of kind of keeping that going or bringing I should say bringing it back cuz we did go through a period where that was kind of gone. You know, and then the indies kind of came in and started filling that in, but yeah, they're they're kind of keeping that spirit of THQ alive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. like you all you have to do is look at the fact that Volition is making a Saints Row game under THQ Nordic, I believe. Which is the we're Gang? Another Saints Row game from a <laughs> studio that I believe went bankrupt, and then THQ Nordic was like, hey, hey, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I like the games, and I've always loved double A games. I know I like. It, it's 2020. Double A games are ew. I don't like double A games. They're gross. They don't have a budget. They're not triple A. to
3: finish the triple A games anyway. Yeah, no, I can't. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, Kingdom, is Kingdom of Armor under them? Yep. Yes. Kingdom yeah, of
1: Armor is under them. And yep. that game is getting a remaster in September, I think. Yep. Is there, yes. it's, it's late August, early September. Incredibly underrated game. I would oh, yeah, say. absolutely. In a absolutely. lot of ways, I dare say that game is what Fable was trying to be. The old oh, yeah. fable. You're under,
3: yeah, the minute um, I played, it, I said, the, "I said the same thing." I was like, "This feels like, yeah, what Fable was trying to accomplish—the
1: idea of you it. can be anything, you grow your character the way you want, but it's still got classic RPG elements." Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely—I've actually pre-ordered that. Uh, yeah. I pre-ordered yeah. the
3: remaster. Same here. So it, and still. getting a new DLC. Mm-hmm. Like, how unprecedented is that? So, so yeah, so it's not like they're—they're they're acquiring these studios. I mean, we'll see. Well, Kingdom's Lama World is, but I, I suspect it's going to be good, you know. But mm-hmm. considering that the games that they're putting out, it's not like they're just churning out bull like, mm-hmm. or crap or whatever. They're actually putting thought into what they're releasing and actually putting it's some good, quality into it. Good too. titles. Because yeah, I definitely like... want to pick up uh, Destroy All Humans. I think it's going to be in there somewhere. Yeah, Biomutant. Bio Mutant. I need Bio Mutant. Yeah, like bad. Your- hey, I mean, hey,
1: the team. The team let you know that they are alive. They did give an update finally. You're like, hey, we
0: we still exist. I We're know. here. I'm glad you're alive. Don't worry. Don't worry. I saw I, I saw a thread on the <gasps> unnamed forum, and someone was like, Wild will appear at the next state of play. I'm like, oh, we back at Wild again. <laughs> oh man, no. Wow. You know, it actually makes me sad. Like, I know, like Wild and Deep Down are like massive memes, but man, I actually so wanted those games when they were revealed. Like, ah. I, I,
1: yeah, I mean, Deep Down was too vague for me to really say. It, it kind of seemed like it was just high art Dark Souls. That's that's what Deep Down was. You want Deep Down? Go play Dark Souls. But uh, but, but Wild, I agree with you. Wild had a very interesting concept. And it's don't worry, I got.
0: Guy- <laughs> don't worry, the guy who made Wild is now the guy who's working on Beyond Good and Evil 2, which is also, where the hell is that? <laughs> um, yikes. Yeah, it's like if I made video games. Oh, I'm working on this. Ooh, this Something shiny. Uh, but we're moving right along. Um, and sometimes developers, publishers, they just lose control. And by <laughs> lose control, I mean, they tried to charge you to buy the next-generation versions by releasing an Ultimate Edition and then paywalling this. So this is probably, this is not the game I thought was going to do this. I thought Activision would do this with something. I thought EA would do this with something. But for the first game to go, nope, we're not doing your um, intelligent delivery on PS5 and Xbox Next Generation, Remedy with Control. So if you bought Control at launch and you supported uh, Control day one, or like myself, you bought it in a sale and then splurged about the seasons pass because you like Remedy, well, you're really going to love them if you want to play uh, play on your PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X because you now have to own the Ultimate Edition of the game that is being released for, I believe, 39.99 US, I believe. 30, yeah,
1: $39.99. Yep, that's yeah. right.
0: So half the price of the launch game. So if you are waiting for a deal to get Dive Into Control, you are a very happy person right now because with that Ultimate Edition, you will get a free upgrade to PS5 and Xbox Series X. However, if you spent the $70 on the game at launch and bought the Seasons Pass, um, yeah, you get nothing. Screw you. Um, this is an incredibly insane move to me, and everyone dogpiled Remedy for this. I agree, dogpiling after, like, when you see EA even going, yeah, we're going to give you a limited window, but we'll give you a free upgrade. Like, when EA is doing that, you kind of got to pay attention to it, but the fact everyone dogpiled all the blame on Remedy is kind of insane to me because I really feel like 505 has something to do with this. Like, there's no way the publisher's not in on it too, or maybe it's something they suggested. Or, because did Control really do that poorly that they would have to do something like this?
3: Uh, I don't think it lit the world on fire, but typically, if you didn't do that well, you're not, you're not. No one's really still checking for you like that. So to do this, <sighs> you're digging a deep, a deeper ditch. Yeah. Now I this agree with you. Like- Go, wait, go ahead, dude. Go, go, no, go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. Really quick. This feels like 505 recognizing that they finally have a critical hit and thinking they can bite off more than they can actually chew. That's what I think here. This feels yeah. like them going, oh, we finally have a game. Because no offense to 505. I love a lot of the people who work there. I know a lot of them personally, but they haven't exactly published critical hits in the past. Control is the first one that really let the critical world on fire. This feels like them taking that and trying to take advantage of it.
3: Not yeah. cool. No. no. And I, th- I think the way that you actually get more people on board is to go ahead and release your Ultimate Edition and really play up to the people who already supported you and say, hey, fans, thank you so much. If you purchased it, you have the update. Those are going to be your mouthpieces. And again, I don't think it's going to light the world on fire again that Ultimate Edition, but this is now you have bad press. And it probably blew up in their face. And they're like, oh, what just happened? And I completely agree with Nick. I think it's more on 505, but unfortunately, they're not the ones who tweeted out about it. Remedy did. Yep, yeah. exactly, exactly. So they're exactly. going to catch the brunt of it. So hopefully somebody went and said, hey, uh, we're getting punched in the mouth here. Mm-hmm. I don't Probably not. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, I don't think this is necessarily Remedy. They're just kind of, they have a publisher. and But I think on some level, it does fall to Remedy as well, because they had to kind of be on board with it, right?
0: Mm-hmm and depending extent, on their extent. But it, it depends on
1: their contract, right? Like there right. is there's a healthy asterisk mark on the end of
3: that. Yeah.
0: Did, uh, an interesting note, I believe Zed Huge posted that on Twitter. Um, it was either Zed Huge or uh, Dom or one of the great sales guys, that 505 has the exclusive marketing and publishing rights for control, just control, for the next 20 years. 20 what? years is what they yeah. signed into that contract. Yeah. yeah. 505 has publishing rights for Control for the next 20 years. I don't know who wrote that contract.
3: Was, was Sam like, too busy writing and getting <laughs> his thing like he didn't? <laughs>
0: like. <laughs> I, ugh, I mean,
1: he, I'll say this. I can't say anything about that, but I'll say this. I think it's very telling that they didn't go with 505 for the two sequels they're working on. They went right. with Epic instead who gave right. them very very generous terms right so i think
3: that's
1: pretty that's pretty telling
3: yeah but um, it's been a but it's been a mess since control was ever first even like announced remember how jacked up like their like release schedule was going to be and the dlc and everything else Like all over the place they were pissing people off from jump mm -hmm. they weren't doing this game any favors from like get from the get-go it's
1: such a shame because again like I think a couple of complaints aside, it, we agreed it is a great Remedy game. And it felt like even just a week ago, they had fans on their side with the AWE expansion and the news that, hey, our next game may pull in other stuff besides Alan Wake. I mean, yeah. can you scream we're doing unofficial Quantum Break 2 any harder? Come on. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I have I freely admitted to being a Remedy fanboy. So it's very painful watching this right now because – I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm sorry. I will buy the Season Pass. The Season Pass just became available on Xbox because I'm going to play the expansions because I want to see how I wait. But I'm not buying a new version of this game just to see it on my Series X. Would I love that? Sure. If it gets a free update, I'll do it. But I am not buying it. Like, I am... Putting my foot down and saying no, like you can't do this.
3: Yeah, I'm 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 100% with you on that, Sam. Because you know I'm a big fan of the game. I was looking forward to the upgrades because I saw this. <laughs> I want to see that closer feeling to what the PC crowd is like played mm-hmm. in this game. But mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that. I've already purchased your game. I purchased the DLC season yep. pass. I'm not doing it. Yep. Sorry, I love the game, but I don't love it enough to go buy a whole new version of it and and reward you for that. So, I'm hoping they feel the sting of it. I'm hoping that eventually they say, oh, that didn't go as we planned. So, hey, everybody gets the update. Yep. You know, or
1: even, even at this point, Eric, where I'm at, even just saying, hey, we'll give you the update for free if you buy the season pass. I think even that would be okay. There's an option. It's the fact that there's not even an option. It's not, oh, well, you feel entitled to free upgrades. Like, no, I don't have the option of upgrading at all, paid right. or free. That's
0: what's so insulting about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing as me. Like, I bought Control, and I bought the Seasons Pass for Control when the AEW expansion was announced, because I was like, okay, this is cool. I need to play this. Why am I being punished for buying the game and then buying the Seasons Pass, but not waiting long enough? Like, if they had announced the big expansion and then said, hey, this is the Ultimate Edition for $40, that would have made more sense. But no, they literally sold people on a DLC and then waited a week and then were like, hey, Ultimate Edition is your only upgrade tree. And like Sam said, you could remedy remedy this if <laughs> you just make it like, if you said, hey, if you want to get the upgrade on Xbox Series X and PS5, you need to buy the season's pass. Fine, whatever. I could live with that because I bought this game to play on next generation. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah,
0: and like that's that's on me too because I shouldn't just assume every developer and every publisher is going to support backwards compatibility and free upgrades and everything else. That's kind of on me, but still, fuck five hundred five. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and God forbid that that update. Is not great or up to par, or is like, oh you know, yeah, man! Exactly. It
0: better be the
1: best update you I mean, ever <laughs> saw in your life. <laughs>
3: yeah, can you imagine like if people go and they they do this and then it's 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 like a mess. It's like buggy. Oh, it's ooh, every- good luck. Ooh. Yeah, I mean,
1: it just ooh ooh. It's just it's it's just. I'm sorry, I'll shut because I know we have other topics, but it's so painful because I remember saying in 2019. A year ago, when we were first playing this game, that uh, that is like I said, control is a next gen game squeezed and compressed down into current gen hardware. Yeah. So I think that's what makes this so painful. Is this would be a case of seeing this game the way it's meant to be played, but yeah. that, we're not able to. So yeah.
3: what can you do? Yeah. Is, is there any? Is there uh, before we move on? Is there? Do you, what do you guys think? Is there any? Any road or possibility that they walk that back?
2: Oh
1: yeah, I think if I, think so. I, I honestly, I'm not saying the b word here. The b o y c o t t. I'm not saying that word.
2: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying it.
1: <laughs> it's
2: <but a> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But maybe if you don't go and buy the ultimate edition when you already own this get this game, you'll see the upgrade later on for free. I'm just that out there into the
0: ether. No, no. How bad would you be if you go and buy the Ultimate Edition and then a month later they walk it back? <laughs> <and then> <laughs> there's <laughs> there's going to be one poor dude who bought the game, bought the season Pass, was like, I need to play this on my PS5 or my Xbox Series X, buys the Ultimate Edition, and they're like, sorry. <laughs>
3: I mean, that, totally, so that can totally happen, man. Yeah. Just... Well, at that point, you
0: spent $160 probably.
3: On, on I love control. control. <laughs> it's still like, it's,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I love control, but not that much. Like, like if, if you want me to buy the Ultimate Edition, I'm going with Eric's theory. Give me an art book. I'm sold. That's it. <laughs> it's the only way I'll buy another edition. Uh, but moving right along. Xbox Series S and X. We got a controller leak. Can we just talk about this? We're getting leaks of physical hardware being in the marketplace of stuff we don't even know exists yet. This is how stupid this incredible game of chicken has become. (laughs) We are getting day by day closer to my reality of me walking into my EB games and going, Yes, sir. I'd like an Xbox Series X and a PS5. And he goes, yes, here's your consoles. We'll mail you the bill when we decide a price. Okay. (laughs) We are slowly entering the Twilight Zone. So a Xbox controller, next generation Xbox controller, they've been popping up all over the place. I don't know where people are getting them. Um, Apparently the original leak came from New York. So screw those guys. Um, And... Within the oh within the instruction manual it showed what the devices the uh, controller controllers compatible with and it said Windows 10 mobile and then it said Xbox series X slash s that's all really there really is to it is that the s is coming people have been saying it for eons there's like three people on the Xbox series s doesn't exist Island still Um But I implore, I absolutely implore Microsoft to just do a freaking blog post. I don't need a breakdown, I just need a blog post. I just literally need a blog post right now that says Series X, this amount of money. Series S, this amount of money. This is the technical specs. Same thing with Sony, I just need price, technical specs, changeable faceplates, it's all I need. Yeah, we'll talk about
1: this more. I think actually in in our ending discussion topic, but it's it, it's such a such it's such a badly kept secret. But at the same time, I will say at the, at the same time, I applaud them because as far as I'm aware, a picture of the hardware has not leaked, which is nope. kind of crazy at this point. That we're in August. That's just a random thing. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, uh, to be clear. But it's just if it's, it's not the not.
0: GameCube form factor, I'm crying. I know it's not, but I I like <laughs> I would need I, I would totally take the lower spec machine for cheaper if it was like this little wee square box thing. Like it looks so adorable. I just want to put a little hat on it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed nobody like took a picture at their Airbnb of the hardware itself. <laughs> like <laughs> and that leaked out. <laughs> I, yeah. guess that, I guess that's because everyone's sheltering at home, so no one's like, you know, off somewhere in Aruba with their Series S and taking a picture of it. Yeah. So cool.
1: yeah. I mean I mean to be fair, um these controllers were not obtained through normal legal methods. And
2: yeah, I'm not
1: gonna say anything else about <laughs> that. I don't wanna get into that, but they were not sold and that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so there is that to consider these would have otherwise been in a warehouse so there's that to consider um, that being said yeah we'll talk about more at the end but god this standoff is
2: stupid I want it to end I'm just I'm ready Just announce the damn things make it this month please I and even though it might not be this month but I don't know, I'm tired just end it <laughs> please <laughs> for the love of god <laughs> um I like knowing that there's a series s controller but like honestly the writing's been on the wall for a long time so I'm not surprised or shocked by anything it's kind of just confirmation of what's been there for a long time that people have kind of known or in the background so yeah this has just been like cool yeah confirmation now show the damn thing I don't
3: care what else happens just show it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's like someone, like, getting you hyped and saying, you know, hey, we're throwing the most bitchin' pizza party for you guys. <laughs> but none of your pizzas are going to have cheese on them. What? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You know, so that's, that's how all this stuff's starting to feel. It's like, you know, it's so drawn out now. And it's so, like, the, the hype can't live up to the buildup anymore. Like, you used to get hype for these things, you know. Because you kind of get it in that one shot and then you knew what you were doing over the next few months and then you were you had your release, you had your price and then it was just a waiting period now we're waiting every day now is just a wait (laughs) and it's like a yeah it
0: it feels like like when that one kid in school does the presentation and he's like please be excited (laughs) because like I love. Gaming. Like, I will never shut up about gaming, but I could not be any less excited about the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X just because the hype cycle is so drawn out. Like, usually we have talking points that are annoying as hell within the gaming sphere, but like, we're not even talking about new talking points anymore because we don't have any new information. So instead of being like a normal new console cycle, lead up where it's like for two weeks we're talking about ray tracing for two weeks we're talking about ssds for two weeks we're talking about this launch game for two weeks it to be a hype cycle like this i've got dudes still talking about the freaking ssd speeds from the freaking sony july event <laughs> and people are still talking about the first third party event from the xbox event i'm just like can we get more information so people can talk about something else like, no you got nothing nothing like, We are, it it is so. You can just tell everyone is just sick of this slow build up. This isn't even anything anymore because they've gone past the point of like it even being hyped now. People are just like, show me my shit. Yeah. This isn't even about being hyped for anything anymore. And like Glorious Wars said, there's so much peddling from insiders and whatever on both sides, it's just like, you just want to smack your head off a wall because it's getting so freaking ridiculous. Like, PlayStation Five is a fucking Decepticon that's gonna kill your entire family, <laughs> and the Xbox Series X is a little mini nuclear bomb that Microsoft will trigger after you buy it a month after launch. Like, <laughs> this is the point of ridiculous the excitement equals a colonoscopy. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> hey. I'm not to that point yet, but we're getting close. You're um, going to find out one day, Nick. Just saying. Think you're going to find out one day. Speaking of segues, we're going to segue right across to uh, Assassin's Creed. Uh-oh. But not great news about Assassin's Creed. So right. Assassin's Creed's creative director has officially been fired from Ubisoft. So Ashraf Ishmael, uh, after an investigation into his behavior, uh, has been let go of Ubisoft. He has been part of the company since 2009 and was, the leading, uh, was leading the development of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, so yeah, apparently he lied about being married and, uh, did some ungodly things. Um, which is just more and more, um, bad PR and bad things going on at Ubisoft. And, uh, all
1: right, two things. I'm going to say two things and then I'm going to shut up about this topic. Number one. Ubisoft is and needs to continue cleaning house. Absolutely. The work ain't even remotely over. Get them all out. I'm sorry. I don't care how influential they were. More creative voices are being stifled by you enabling abusers. Get them out. Out, 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 out. Number two, I've seen so many people going, wait, he was fired for cheating. No, 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 no. Cheating on his wife made him a scumbag, but it would not, and I will say should not, make him get fired. That's not that's not grounds for being fired from your job, even if it makes oh. you a bad person. You shouldn't be able to be fired for that. He was fired because he did so exploiting his position at yes. Ubisoft and intentionally preyed upon eager fans who were young and naive and liked the franchise and looked up to him. That is why he was fired.
3: Yeah, it's like grocery shopping at E3 for babes. Bingo! Yeah. Exactly, Aaron. Yeah, I'm the guy and that worked on the That's disgusting,
1: TV. but yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, it's not. It, it's it's yeah, not, going
3: to the going to the bar and leaving your Ubisoft ID badge.
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm the not bar. one of these, I'm not one of these people who says love can't blossom anywhere. But you need to be aware of your position in power. Before you consider that, if you are twice this chick's age and she is a super fan girl of the franchise you're you're in, like partially in charge of, hmm, maybe that would make this exploitative.
2: Just consider it. Just think mm-hmm. about it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't got much to say on it other than I agree Sam and I,
3: yeah, you Just know, get rid of them. Yeah, but the thing that I keep thinking about is all of these guys are pretty much under eves like how like where does he fall in this like in culpability like is he has he never had any of these things happening did he know about these things and he just kind of swept them under the rug because ultimately he's like like their boss right
0: yeah See, there's been this whole discussion around the Ubisoft debate because of how sexualized they are. Because, like, the studios communicate on projects and everything else. But there's been the conversation of how much communication is actually there. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: also, a lot of it's been... And see, I don't know if this is by convenience, but a lot of this blame has been uh, put on... I believe the gentleman... It was Serge was his name, right? Sam?
1: The other... Serge uh, Hesko, I believe. He was the chief creative officer. And I'll just go ahead and say it. He lost his job, so I'm not under risk of anything. He's the reason you've got 10,000 Tom Clancy games, but not a Splinter Cell. He's the reason we didn't get a King Arthur co-op game that was styled after Monster Hunter World. He's the reason Ubisoft has been churning out these sequels instead. Because at the end of the day, he wielded, and this is a quote from an anonymous Ubisoft dev that gave to me, terrifying power unquote he decided what games lived and what games died gods and monsters i'll reveal this this is some inside info had a nine month development cycle nine months nine months because of this man so adios is what i have to say to him no kidding wow but i'll say it again
2: oh no kidding uh, get rid of... Why was he gone a long time ago? What the hell? Good kind of crap it's, is that?
0: It's also <sighs> worth noting, too, is this this firing was not covered wildly. It was covered by some really good sites. But head of HR for Ubisoft was also fired. Because um, there's no way in hell all this shit goes on and you don't know a single thing about it. You can't be like... Oh, we've got, like, 50 pending, like, sexual abuse allegations against some of our top executives. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you can't get away the with
2: whole it. HR department, right? Like, I think they had a massive issue with lots of people, not just, like, the one head guy, but, like, most HR department being on that one guy's side sort of thing. It's just, like, why? Why? You shouldn't be on that one guy's side if, if he's being, like, well you shouldn't have to do this or whatever, blah, 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 defending the reason why he didn't act on it properly sort of thing. You go, that's a little suspect. If you're backing him up and going, and you're part of HR, you're part of the problem, and you shouldn't be working in HR in the first place. Get your ass out.
0: I, th- I think the most depressing thing about this, and this is not to put games over victims, but mm-hmm. it's a shame that how good... Of a like creative lead, he was like the games he worked on were exceptional. Yeah, and it's a shame that it turned out that he was a piece of garbage. Agreed. That's agreed. He he was a yeah. driving
1: creative force for Assassin's Creed. I'm, I won't lie, like his finding out what he did probably stung more than any other I've seen so far.
2: Yeah, absolutely it sucks, agree. That's like, big
1: time. But at the same time, at the same time, how many creative voices? That could have contributed interesting ideas were stifled because of
0: his behavior. And that's that part you have to consider. And that's what we get to look forward to with Ubisoft. What's the next couple of years going to look like without Surge? You know, guiding everything to being an open world, hundred hour game. Like I'm not saying like instantly Ubisoft's going to change their direction, but they are taking a very diverse stance on. We want to have. More diverse. Even before all this went down, they said they want to diversify what they were doing, give more people ideas and input. But I think this whole shakeup could be, in the long term, something they really needed um, internally, obviously, because you can't have that much abuse running rampant. Um, but I think it'll turn out for better products, too. So I look at these this house clearing as a win-win situation. Because... As, as people that, you know, consume the products, we want people to enjoy the games, and the people that make the products shouldn't dread going into work every day. Period. No. End of story. Right. Um, and now to segue into something that is infinitely um, less disturbing to talk about, um, Halo Infinite Um, Hey, remember that uh, Game of Perspective show where I said there was no way they don't launch the Xbox Series X without Halo Infinite? (laughs) Put your
1: clown makeup on. on.
0: (laughs) Um, So Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. And I'm going to say the most unoriginal thing, and then you guys can have the floor with this one. I think Mm -hmm. this is a great thing for Halo Infinite. I don't think it's a good thing for the Xbox Series X. Every person on the internet has said that, but that's literally my whole view on it. I think Halo Infinite definitely needed more time in the oven, and I'm glad they're getting that time. It shows a learning curve from Microsoft in terms of old Microsoft would just push it out the door, and new Microsoft is like, no, we can't release games like this. We can't release the flagship franchise and have it be broken like the Master Chief collection again. We cannot do that. So it's delayed to 2021. And they made their launch lineup look a lot weaker because of that decision. I applaud them on the games front, but I don't know what it means for uh the Series X. Anyone else can go now. I'm just going to sit back and uh, enjoy this. <laughs>
2: Aaron, okay, Aaron? Either one um, of you? I, I, can, I can go. Um, I'm kind of basically the same boat as Nick. Um, yeah, it doesn't bode. I, I wouldn't say it doesn't bode well for the Series X launch. It just doesn't hold it as high in regard as what I originally had it sort of thing. Um, more time in the oven is good. Definitely need to refine it. Rest in peace, Craig. He probably ain't coming back. That kind of sucks, but the meme will live on forever, so I'm happy about that one. Um, <laughs> um I, think, I think the most frustrating aspect to me about all of this is why, after all this time, was allowed to get to this point? And I understand that they were listening very hard to the fans and trying to go nostalgic and all that kind of fun stuff. By the same token, that kind of made this issue in the first place. Why are you listening to people that are harping so hard to try and keep current halo halo one like when that is not exactly what the series needs you can't have a new game that focuses so on the old that's held back and it ends up being something like this like that's just it's not it's not what halo needs it's not what games need games need to progress evolve look better and change you can't continually hold games back unless the gameplay itself is good and guess what with halo it's already fucking fine so i don't understand why halo 343 well i kind of do understand why but i don't like how 343 listens so heavily to these community halo people that actually ended up bringing down Halo in the first place. Now they got to go back, put all this extra time and effort into it after all this lashback because they listened to these people and actually took their decisions into consideration instead of listening to their own creative decisions and being like, hey, why don't we just do what we want to do and try and involve Halo the way we would like to. That's just my little rant. That's, that's like what I got.
3: Eric? Um... Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that the game got delayed. Um, there's just there's a weird thing that happens like in the little bubble of the community here. Mm-hmm. And I know we say little bubble, but I do think I've seen over the last few weeks that the little bubble has more influence than we actually always give it credit for. Mm-hmm. And they some people have a voice that, you know, Microsoft listens to. And I remember... After seeing the, the reveal of Halo Infinite, like I feel like I've been in gaming for a very long time. Like I'm an old head on this show, <laughs> get feelings about things. Yeah, and I looked at Halo Infinite. and I said something's wrong. Mm-hmm. This does not look right. And when you're vocal about that, you have people saying, "Well, you're not being a real fan." It looks great to me. It looks like we're going back to the roots of Halo. And I said, "Going to the roots of Halo, if you're talking in terms of gameplay, and you're talking to things like that. I get that, but it, it looks like we're going back to Halo 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when we already have a Halo anniversary. Yeah, that's what we So It was just little things like that. It was just kind of like something doesn't look right. And we talk about like old Microsoft and new Microsoft. And I said, to me, old Microsoft would not have shown that. Whatever that build was, whatever, they were like, this is Halo, we have to take care of it. Yeah. It's an important. It, people may not feel it's, it's like as big as it once was, but I still I, I kind of disagree with that because I still feel like Halo has it may not have the player base that it has, but it has a following. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. kids who dress up as Master Chief who've never played Halo. Sure it's just damn cool.
2: Yeah.
3: It's a space it's a big space marine and it's a space battle thing, and that just doesn't get old. Kids, it's just a fan it's a fantasy of kids to have that, right? So you have to take care of this thing. And when I saw what they showed in Halo Infinite, I said something's not right. And people were defending it. And telling people they were being toxic, if they were being critical of it. I'm like, no, if you believe in something, if you love something, you are critical of it. If it didn't look right, you need to be vocal. And people who just accept everything and they just go with everything because it's Microsoft, it's Xbox, they feel like they're fans and they just have to accept it all. Want to tell people who are who actually do love the franchise that they're not real fans for being vocal all those things were annoying me. I'm just, if I can vent for a minute. So I'm just like, Absolutely. I kind of got quiet on a lot of it. I was like, you know what? It doesn't make sense to say these things here. I said my piece when I had to, like on here, I said it on Twitter. I was like, it is what it is. So when they mm-hmm. delayed it, I said, that's, first, that's great. Do what you have to do, fix it, make it better. But I don't feel, and especially seeing like the other day when they said that they had toyed or thought about the idea of uh, releasing Halo in pieces. And I sat back, I didn't really like comment on it. I just kind of thought about it and I said, I feel like that probably was a really big thing they thought about for whatever reason for them to delay it. But I could see them actually thinking of doing that because A, they have people that would defend it. And that's like, but you cannot see a thieves halo. You can't Mm -hmm. drop it and say, hey, we'll fix it as we go. It's it's not that kind of thing, right? But ultimately I kind of still feel the delay happened not because they really necessarily I'm just, if I can do the tinfoil half a minute, I don't think it was mm-hmm. all because they listened to feedback, mm-hmm. because I think the feedback was so split. That's why they mm-hmm. were trying to decide what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. I honestly truly believe that there's some internal issues going on at 343. And there's something going on in development with this game, cause just from the way it looked, from the, the bill they decided to put out, some of the messaging around it. It's just, it doesn't seem like things are going well. You know, so that's just my, my, my take on it. i am i am a, I'm a hundred percent. I said it the other day, I'm a hundred percent. Okay. With them delaying it. I still don't know what we're going to get, you know, hearing I'm, I'm okay. I look games as a service. If that's what you're trying to do, I don't know what that's going to mean for halo.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I just kind of look at it like three, four, three to me has not put their definitive stamp on halo from doing it from, I love four. Five campaign, is, even with five campaign, it's still Halo. I still have the love and respect for it. I mean, it may not be my favorite campaign. It's still a franchise I love and care for, but I don't feel like 343 has really put their stamp on it. And then to hear they listen to feedback from some form of Halo fan and they decide to go back to the roots. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, you're talking games as a service. And I'm looking at the way this game is built. And it looks like you're trying to make it to where you can update things quickly and do like a Fortnite type of thing. And I'm, I'm, this is just the things I'm thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it's not a good feeling. I don't feel good about where it is right now, right? But that's, again, without knowing too much. I know I'm all over the place. I'm just saying. No, no, it, no. It Day one When they showed it, I was like, I shouldn't walk away from a Halo reveal after this long with way more questions than I had anything to be answered. I should walk away with hype. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I did walk away with hype. That was the
2: same issue I had was coming away from the show going, well, I need to see more. Like, it was nice to see what I saw, but by the same token, it's not enough from what I wanted right. to see, right? Like, eight minutes is a good time, but it's the sort of thing where, like, you need to show 15, 20 minutes every game, like, hey, you can do this and this and this This this. This is what makes Halo unique in so This is why this is the next big step in Halo, and that was mm-hmm. not shown.
3: Yeah, and, and I'll be honest, the statement that they put out a couple of weeks ago, I didn't really comment on it, but I didn't feel great about the statement. I kind of felt like, what are we talking about here? And yeah. then to have them now delaying it, I'm like, something doesn't feel right. That's just my gut feeling. So, have at it, guys. I mean... <laughs>
1: I'll, I mean, I'm the person you're talking about when it comes to people talking about thinking that it looked good. So I'll bear the brunt of that. The fact is, I do think it looked good. But if they decided it needed to be delayed, then that's what they decided. And I think it does, does warrant them more credit than they're actually getting in terms of they made such a big deal about this game being there at launch. The fact that they're willing to delay it tells me that they are treating it with care. That they want to make sure it's as good as possible. Fact is, work from home maybe just hasn't worked out for them. Games come together in their last months. I know people don't like hearing it, but that is the case. Shuhei Yoshida played God of War six months before it came out and said it was awful. Okay? So, like, if people don't believe it, they can go look at the other side of the coin on that. Wow. Because it Mm -hmm. is the case. I mean, it's out there on public record. Corey Barawag has said as much. Uh, Neil Druckmann has said The Last of Us was awful before the final two-month delay, which allowed them to get what they needed in place. Again, those are high-profile examples, but the point is a delay doesn't mean there's a disaster inbound. It means that they needed to delay it. We'll see what that actually ends up meaning. Um, I don't think I can really read more into that than that. That does raise questions for their launch lineup, however, which are very well worth discussing, and I think we're going to discuss this as part of our greater overall discussion topic. But in terms of deciding to delay the game as Halo, specifically for Halo, I think they deserve all the credit in the world. That's just me. That's just my pushback, you know, from where I'm sitting Mm -hmm. on the
3: equation. Mm -hmm. And and, and that's that's fine. Everybody's going to have, like, their take on it. But something I sat back also and laughed at, maybe you guys saw it too, I specifically remember when it was revealed You know, again, people saying that they felt it was fine. It looked great. I can't wait to play it. As long as it's fun, Halo wasn't about, you know, graphics. And then I'm always like, what? (laughs) You know, almost every Halo that ever dropped, it looked better than the one before it, right? Yeah. I go back, I look at Halo 4 and 5, I'm like, those games look brilliant. You know, you can say what you want about how you feel about the campaigns in general, but I'm like, games look brilliant. Yeah. You know? Um, But, you know, again, I just feel like, it's such an important franchise. They kind of need to be, and hopefully they are listening to the majority because again, those same people who I saw pushing and saying, well, it looks great and telling people to be quieter. Now the minute they delayed it, like, oh yeah, that's what it needs. And you know, they need, that's for the best and they need to do this and do that. It's like, again, it's just, I don't know, maybe I'm on a different tangent, but I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I feel like there, there is more at play there. It just, again, Having them, having three, again, three, four, three working on this game, like I said, I felt like they didn't put their stamp on it in those last few games. And now we're talking about going into open world and games as service. And we've seen some studios take on that and succeed with it. Mm-hmm. We've seen other studios fall flat on their face. Story studios who have delivered great products fall on their face. And I'm kind of like, yep. Again, there are things that worry me about it. Again, the delay, great. Don't put that out the way it was just to make the Series X launch. Yes. And does that hurt the Series X launch? I I, I kind of laughed again because I was like, maybe it does. Because immediately they came out and reassured people there's going to be, you know, four generations of games to play. Oh, except- no, no, no. That's yeah. right.
1: that's true, clear. I was it talking is. about Halo as Halo. I said, like, the Series X launch is another topic altogether. But yeah, I know. part of our discussion, like, that's part of our end discussion topic. That's yeah. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this game specifically for this game. That's Mm -hmm. not the same thing. But And this is the last thing I'll say because I know we do need to move on. I would counter to you, yes, it's bold, and yes, we've seen studios falter, but if you want 343 to put their stamp on this game, but you want it to also honor past games, how else are they supposed to put their stamp on it besides doing something completely new?
3: I know, but it doesn't look like it's completely new because what... It wasn't, they showed us was what we've seen before, is what I'm saying. And that's, when your first initial impression is the the biggest one you're gonna make, you know, you again, people should have walked away from that like, whoa, that's -hmm. what I'm talking about. Again, I just looked at it and I was like, I feel like I have that experience right now if I fire up the Master Chief Collection. And I start running through like Halo Anniversary, Halo 2, which are amazing. And Mm -hmm. you know, those things. So it's sort of like, again, I'm trying not to be too judgmental because like I like you said, things come together late. Like you're completely hundred percent like correct on that. Most game development hits in those last few months. But again, that gut reaction, that gut feeling when they said, we're going to have it together, you know, by launch. Now, of course, delayed, you know, a couple weeks sure. later, I was like, you're going to have what together. <laughs> you're going to say more again, you showed that build and it still didn't seem like you were, for how long you've been working on it to where you and again, with, I know we have COVID, and I think I was one of the people on the show that said working from home on a game this big. I don't know how they're doing it. Sure, sure. A lot yeah. of movement work, a yeah. lot of big pieces. Mm-hmm. A, you're talking renders, you're talking 3D, you're talking. We've seen
1: we've seen tons of delays in games that were basically done. Yeah, games
3: that were just that we've
1: otherwise been a couple of weeks away from being done. Wasteland Three was delayed from like May to August. So yeah, no, you're you're completely right on that. Right. I don't know. There, there's a greater discussion to be had here. Um, oh
3: yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't have the time to really completely dive. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's a lot of different parts. Yeah. This but, could have been the whole
3: show, actually, just to talk about, you know, <laughs> in, 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 Halo and Infinite in correlation to the Series X launch. Because mm-hmm. again, I know they were trying to go for the heavy hit of we haven't had a Halo launch mm-hmm. with an Xbox since the OG. Sure. And, and and again, I'll give them props for saying, yo, we just can't do it because that would end mm-hmm. up hurting what we're trying to do. You know, they the also game. said it would
1: hurt so. the the well being of the team, which I know it's just a statement, but you don't actually see that acknowledged much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just I'm just bringing it up because right. you don't see it acknowledged much. I,
3: okay. again, I, want, I hope I, I hope I'm. Also, let me say this, Nick, and then I'll hand it over to you. I hope I'm 100 percent wrong, mm-hmm. but I again from my gut feeling and things I've experienced and seen, I just feel like yeah, there's and of course I don't expect them to say it, but I definitely feel that there's something going on. Either with the build of this game, maybe moving to the new engine, internal issues on the team. There's something holding it up besides, you know,
2: the pandemic,
3: Yeah, like I feel. So that's just me, though. Hopefully I'm wrong. See, I'm I'm having flashbacks
0: because this was before I was super involved in the Xbox ecosystem. And uh, I remember six weeks before Gears of War 4 launched and everyone was panicking similar to this because the game looked rough. It looked terrible and everything else. And then magically, the coalition polished it up, and it released, and it was perfect. It ran perfectly fine, looked great, everything else. Um, so, as Sam said, things come together. I'll say this: I think the moment that Pete, this moment of innovation that everyone's chasing for Halo isn't going to happen. And here's the reason why it's not going to happen. It has nothing to do with 343. It has nothing to do with Halo. First-person shooters as a whole have moved past Halo. I've had this conversation with Eric before. Doom Whew. is the king of FPS shooters now. I'm sorry. Halo does not even come close to the ballpark of delivering what Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal do. Do they? Are they supposed to do the same thing? No, but when you compare mechanically you're kind of like, okay, so go play Doom. Go play Doom 3 specifically, and then go play Doom 2016. They're two entirely whole-ass different games. And that was a dedicated risk by id Software that they did not know was going to pay off. The thing is, is there's not a single Halo fan that would let 343 take that level of risk. Period. Because if they did, if they went from Doom 3 Doom 2016 with with Halo Infinite, people would be mad as hell that they changed the core mechanics. We've seen this with every Halo game. The problem with Halo lies in its fan base because every time 343 tries to change something, they're like, oh, they're ruining the Bungie formula. And then when they don't change something, you get people who want to get back into the series like myself go... Why am I playing the same FPS mechanics that are that feel outdated? It's about-
1: I agree. I mean, this is this is kind of what we were saying a few weeks ago. I remember before the reveal, it was like, guys, it's going to have sprint for the love of God, get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so, no, like, I'm not. Thank you. I don't agree with Nick 100, percent but I definitely agree with where Nick is coming from in that you have to change somewhat. But there is this, for lack of a better word, cult following that will not allow it to change, that wants it to always be what it was. And and, um, again, I can personally disagree and say that doing an evolving story and adding a grappling hook and an open world and a map is enough to evolve it but keep it somewhat close to the roots. Eric
3: is free to disagree with me, and we'll see. let Let me not cut you off. I want you to finish your point. I'm not a person that has a problem with it changing and doing the open. No, no, I, I, I know you're
1: not. I know right. you're on the other end of the spectrum where I feel like it's not changing enough is sorry to be, if, if I wasn't and clear enough, that's what I was trying to say. Not that you're on this side, but you're on
3: this side. Um, I've had my head bitten off plenty of times on Twitter by saying like, people, like you said, that ownership, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, good Lord. It's, like,
1: <gasps> it's the same people. It's the same people. Honestly, it's the same people who get angry that Gears 5 dared to have a semi-open world at certain points. It's like, guys, okay. they're doing something new. It's okay. You you can breathe. You can relax. That is it, it, fine it, by itself. Like,
0: It's the same I, people that got really mad that they made the, the Lancer viable in Gears 5 as, a, as an actual weapon versus so. just the Masher.
3: I love um, and, and, and what did I say about not you know going for Gears Five tangent, But I said I like the fact that they pushed and did some different things, but pushed even further. Yes. Let's sir. see, what, let's see yes. where we can take this bad boy. Let's keep. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Gears
1: needs to go full Mass Effect. You're already there. <sighs> they already. Spoiler alert for a 2019 game. Sorry if you <laughs> if you haven't played Gears Five yet. Tune out for the next ten seconds. They have you make a choice at the end of the game about whether a character lives or dies. I was like, thank you for the love of God. That's that took balls to do like that wasn't a safe thing to do that wasn't formulaic so i appreciate yeah. doing that but do it further so, so i get where you're coming from eric to be clear um i just think there is something about the sandbox of halo that can be kept intact but you can still evolve it. we'll see which of us ends up being the happier of the two <laughs> when it <laughs> when it comes out obviously
3: yeah, and i think where i'm coming from is more along the, the lines of again i as somebody who i really dug halo 4 because again halo 4 was very much still trying to be safe and be bungie right sure, sure i really think a few more left turns and maybe another right with halo 5 they would have delivered mm-hmm. something that fans overall would have been okay with but i think yeah. when you again we've talked to this you know ad nauseum you know you let your ad campaign out do what you actually delivered yeah. on, on the, yeah. the campaign front. And again, I don't have a problem with them trying to do something new. I'm just saying it remains to be seen whether, and I, whether three, three, I can't talk whether three, four, three. Can, can, that. can handle this. Sure. And deliver. Sure. And again, sure. it, we're at a point where, you know, it's like, it's, it's halo. You're trying to get old and new audiences to come on board with this. And I look at it like this. To hell with these people that hold on to it for grim life, like and it can never change. Thank Be you. as bold as you want. Yes. But but make sure that you deliver. And it didn't instill confidence in what they decided to show. No. Mm-hmm. Like I almost feel like don't show it. Because mm-hmm. it can't do anything but hurt. In this world where people pick everything apart, when you know, I don't know how that <laughs> maybe they just felt, well, we gotta show something. We've been talking about this thing forever, but it's almost like maybe no, maybe somebody need to step up and say. I don't think this is going to go over the way we think it's going to go over. You know, honestly, maybe they did. I don't and, know.
1: And, and like, honestly, Eric, like, we can only speculate, right? We're right. not there. That's there's there. th- a huge studio, there's like 650 people working there. So who knows what the opinions are. I almost wonder if there were people going, hey, guys, there's a chance this is going to get delayed. Maybe we should just hold on a moment before we, right. we go here. Like, I do agree with you there. Yeah, I do, I do agree with you there but you know, how, you know like, how are. It, it, it feels like almost they had to show something out of obligation rather mm-hmm.
3: than right that's what mean. And that, that's kind of what i what i think but you know how gamers are if you and again we're speculating if you were to say no sure. is halo we're, were there's a there's an expectation for it from people mm-hmm. we're not showing this build we're gonna wait we're going to announce mm-hmm. that and people will You're going to take the memes. You're going to take the hits. I mean, you got memed anyway. You're Mm going to take people being pissed off. But the way gamers work is when you come back and you show something that answers the questions, it hits people in the fields, it delivers something that people get excited about. They don't give a damn what you said five months or three months ago in in delaying it.
1: Gamers are very, what have you done for
3: me lately? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Very Very short memories. A lot of amnesia. Well, they have long memories when it comes to just like trolling. (laughs)
2: <laughs> they have <laughs> memories when it comes to
1: yeah, or like th- really, really thick uh, rose-tinted glasses.
3: Yeah. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. No, but short memories when you deliver something a day. I short like memories,
0: it. Short oh, memories yeah. when it comes to actually what matters.
3: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Um, so we, we got to get into some community questions. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, I got a couple DMs from last week that we didn't get to because I was drunk and I didn't open my DMs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, shame on me. Um, so we got one from Dan Rodriguez Surprise, surprise um, And his was actually an in-depth question And related to Grounded Because last week there was a whole situation uh, In regards to a website Doing a fully scored review On an early access game mm. And Dan's question wasn't Is the review wrong Or was the score the It was Should we review early access games Do you guys think we should review early access games and give them a score and give them a score this is the thing and give them a score uh,
2: so, okay I'll, I'll go quickly first here um i already have the mindset where with those type of games it should be more of an impressions piece sort of thing hey this is my current take on the game of its current state even though it just came out into early access it's not fully full product so in my mind if a product isn't fully completed I'm not going to review it as a fully finished product. I'm not going to go to, um, let's say, GMC and go to their prototype lab and be like, hey, what are you working on? Oh, we just pumped out this new vehicle. We're just going to go test on the racetrack. Okay, cool. I'm going to come out. I'm going to review it for you. What? Oh, yeah, I'm going to score it and everything. I'm going to publish it and we're going to get it rated and all that kind of stuff, but it's not ready. Oh, no, that's okay. It'll be done in a year, right? Yeah. Oh, we'll just update the score then. That's okay. What? What? what, But no, don't do that. There's reasons why you don't do, in my mind, a full review until a product is fully finished is because it will be overall inaccurate to what the product actually is in the first place. So I, I don't know. It's just one of the things where I don't agree that they should have done that or even scored it in the first place. They could have published it, been like it's a review in progress, and left out the score and be fine. Honestly, that would have been a good way to do it too. But the whole scoring aspect shouldn't be a part of reviewing early access games.
3: Yeah, um, let me ask a, a question now because I'm not familiar. Uh, when it comes to grounded, is there is it being are people being charged for it yet, or is it just still just the, the preview? Like, there's no. Uh,
0: you can you, can buy you can buy the early access for thirty dollars same thing
2: yeah, so it's basically you're buying mm. you're buying the full game but the game isn't itself fully completed but or you can of course play it through game pass sort of thing or yeah. and on steam it's as well
3: yeah see I I, I I lean more to this like yeah how do you if you're gonna score say this this could ultimately change you know <laughs> but if I'm gonna put it right here right now this is where I, I feel about it This is what it's doing, this is where I feel about it. We're gonna return to it when the full game comes out. I don't know if they did that. They did. They did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, if there are if you're playing in a game pass, it's like really no harm, no foul. You know, but if someone's looking to actually spend their money on it, they may want a little more. But yeah, this I don't know. I don't really know. It's it's one of those things. It's sort of like Yeah, it's just the whole
2: (laughs) score aspect for me that I just Yeah, that's really it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Okay, I'm probably going to be a little unpopular here. (laughs) If you are charging money for a product, you have the right to treat it as a product. That's Mm. where I'm at. That's my opinion. Now, addendum, hefty, hefty, hefty addendum. Out of my personal ethics, I would not put a review score on it until the publisher tells me, hey, this is what we are considering our finished product. If I review it, I would not put a seven or a 10 or a one or whatever on I would just say, here's my thoughts. That being said, I cannot begrudge someone who decides to because at the end of the day, it is a product. You are being honest. You are being honest as a developer and as a publisher, and you are to be commended for saying it is not done. We're working on it. We want your feedback. That is appreciated and that should absolutely be taken in context. If someone doesn't include that in their review, then, you know, bash them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what people mm-hmm. do, right? Um, you know, <laughs> right. They, they, they need to include that. No, I'm being honest. They need to include that. But at the end of the day, let me pose this question to you. What's the difference between early access product and a games as a service product that launched too
2: early? I guess one both of them are definitely marketed differently, for sure. They're um, marketed one, differently,
1: but what is actually the
3: difference? What is there, there, the difference? There, yeah. Yeah, there. there really isn't one because <laughs> one That's is exactly. one is getting its work before it releases, and one is a work in progress. As you, the only, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Out. Yeah. That's the point I'm getting. The only
1: difference is the people who calls it early access are being honest. <laughs> that's the the ones, the one, I mean, seriously, the ones who said it's early access are to be commended for their honesty, and you should note that in the review. At the end of the day, they're both products, and they're both charging money. Um, so again, you should, take, you should keep that in mind in your review, but if someone decides to review it, then I can't begrudge them. Now, if they decide to not re-review it when the product is done and completely changed, that's a little scumbag Right. Right. So that's a little, okay, you're not being fair on them. They told you this would happen. It would change. But in the moment, in the now, in the attending to reality at this particular moment, they're reviewing what exists.
0: That's me. That's Mm -hmm. my opinion. All right. I'm going to put my hat on backwards for this opinion. (laughs) All right. Getting deep. (laughs) So here's the thing is back in God knows when ARK Survival Evolved came out. Um, No one really did reviews on early access games. People would either be like, hey, this is a game, it's an early access. Yeah. I bought that game. I saved up two paychecks to buy into early access in that game. It played at like four frames per second on my Xbox for a month. I was mad as hell that I couldn't find anything about that game or that I couldn't find anywhere besides looking at the official forums that the game was garbage and remains garbage. Um, Dizzy, if you're listening back to this, this is (laughs) 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 painful. But the thing is, is I'm in the middle ground. I agree with Jared. Slapping a score on something that isn't finished I don't really like that. And like Sam said, I don't begrudge someone if they put a score on it either. I'm kind of in the middle ground on this because the thing is, is if you're charging money for something, there has to be something feasible or some sort of content behind it. Because the thing is, is that we've been blessed over the past few months of having really good early access games. Like, Grounded is a phenomenal early access game. It's polished. There's minor glitches. There, It's more about the lack of content within the game that they're trying to flesh out and what direction the players want that content to go. I think that's a very smart early access plan. And the fact it's playable through Game Pass is fine. But at the same time, there's people that are paying $30 for it. Right. So I think reviews and preview pieces on early access pieces are, are in early access games is really good. I don't agree with scoring. That's my only thing mm. because too many times have I seen an early access towel go to full launch and then a site doesn't update the review. So say the game's an eight now, but when it launched, it was really bad. You type in insert game title here review. And then the first thing that pops up is an old review. You're not getting the full story anymore if that site doesn't upgrade update that review. So that's up to websites to stay on the ball with that. Some are really good about that. Some are not so good about that. Um, I don't know. I think people need to have the information in front of them and should be allowed to find that information. I don't think we should taboo talking about early access games or reviewing them, so to speak. But I agree with keeping it in an impressions like what you should know. This game works really well or... This game is very filmic. <laughs> These are the essential things you need to know about this game. And that that's where I'm at with it. Um, scooting on right along from a gentleman who wanted to remain anonymous. Um, I don't know why. Um, but he wanted to know, because majority of us are day one on consoles, what would be the one PS5 game that would make you throw your PS4 at the window to get a PS5 day one? A lot of us are getting P- like we're gonna get PS5s somewhere yeah. around launch window, but what is one game that you would love to see b- magically become part of the launch lineup? I mean,
1: like
2: okay. like I- for- I'm
1: gonna be a little more blunt than I usually would. I'm not crumb side. I'm not throwing my console out a window for reviews. So um. <laughs> um, that. Um, um. that being said. There, Okay, there's nothing that could make me do it, but if if God of War 2 somehow actually showed up and launched, like, if, if that, I get put pre- you, you might be able to talk me then. We, we, we could talk then, if, if that was the case. If that, and there's clearly no way that happens. That game yeah. ain't coming out this year, and that game ain't coming out next year. If that game somehow showed up for PS5 launch, maybe I'd be willing to talk to you about
0: recording a video
1: <laughs> or something. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, my myself personally, I have like it's really brief and short. SoCOM by Guerrilla Games. I'm there day one, and you have PlayStation Plus on that console for the next three years, guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed, because I want a SoCOM game so bad. Because I want Rainbow Six Siege to have competition. I want those two to fight amongst themselves for player base, and then make each other better. And then I have two tactical games that I can fall into with friends. <laughs>
3: But that's just me. Okay. okay. So we're talking uh, like the game that we're literally you're like, I'm done. I'm out of the PS4 business.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, like, a game, like A game that when revealed would be enough to convince you to just yeet your PS4 out the window. From yeah. Side, side.
0: Like, 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 like basically like what is that one PS5 game? It doesn't like, You are a 4chan insider. You're about to leak what (laughs) this game is going to be. What is that game? (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Bye good... I'll
2: leave that right off my. My, I, I live on the fourth floor in an apartment building. I
0: will toss that straight out into the damn courtyard of my patio. <laughs> go! Oh man, I hope oh. what War Two gets actually happens, but it won't. So don't worry about
3: it. If they, they shadow dropped and said, "Son of a bitch," we have a big surprise, and the or- the order 1887 is happening as mm. a day one launch game.
0: Mm. Mm. Hey. Shut up, Jared.
3: Jarito. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jarito. <No>. <laughs> <Gerito. Gerito. laughs>
3: just a point, <laughs> Hey, I, I used to go for you very much. Hey,
2: okay? yeah. come on
3: now. Oh, I have a, I have one other one.
0: If I can be okay.
3: Like the full bore 4K, whatever you want to call it, 60 frame per second resistance trilogy.
0: Okay, okay, Eric,
1: Eric, is Insomniac not just committing a war crime at this point, just trolling Mm. like, "Oh hey, remember Resistance? Wow, Mm. we made Resistance. It's pretty cool.
0: Resistance exists." (laughs) Yeah. Would you knock it off, please? Right. No. What's even worse is when you see Drew Murray retweet it and go, "Hey, I really love making this game." I'm like, (laughs) 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 that's another good one.
1: And honestly, honestly, Eric, I'll go one further. I'm amazed that didn't happen for the PS4.
2: I
3: mean, yeah, We got yeah. the
2: Uncharted collection. Like, why did we
1: not get a Resistance?
2: How How did yeah. that not continue as a series? Like, it, it it could be PlayStation's Halo, but it didn't end up. And like, I'm I, confused how it didn't end up being that. I'll go spicy. They, I'll go spicier for you. Uh,
1: Resistance is better as better shooter than Killzone. Oh yeah. They, so yeah. they,
3: they leaned That's, into Killzone. as like their FPS, and I don't know why Resistance is fantastic.
2: Yeah
3: yeah um, yeah,
0: I I like I know the last resistance game was not as good as the other ones, but god, damn, the first two were like just some of the best PS3 games ever. like they they were like my favorite games I re- replayed endlessly on my PlayStation 3. like yeah, resistance trilogy. Um another question. um we've got one more after this one. Um, when are you guys going to stop talking about the Metroid Prime Trilogy and the Mass Effect Trilogy so they'll actually happen? Never. Um, okay. In, uh, let
1: me uh, let me help you out here because I want to make sure we always give the proper respectful answer to our community questions. <laughs> Resistance Trilogy, Metroid Prime Trilogy, Mass Effect Trilogy, Resistance Trilogy, Metroid Prime Trilogy, Mass Effect Trilogy, Resistance Trilogy, Can Metroid, you Metroid you Prime Trilogy. kick it out? Kick <laughs> him out. Someone we'll
2: kick him out. <laughs> There, um, did, did that help never gonna happen? They're never gonna happen. They're never gonna happen. You know anymore.
0: what? You know what, Sam? No, you're the reason bug snacks exist.
1: Bug <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: This is why I have to deal with a pizza dactyl on my PlayStation 5. <laughs> uh, okay, the how can you even come up with the concept? How high do you have to be come up with a game concept like
2: that? Hey man. <laughs> what if we just played a, a game that's like
0: Pokemon, but your characters would eat food? Their like body parts change into them. Yeah, yeah, Do no, I, I, I ain't gonna what? lie. I, I was high watching that reveal, and I like looked at my hands. I'm like, what if they were hot dogs? <laughs> um, um, uh, Glorious War says Killzone always sold more than Resistance. Yes, because casual gaming audiences have no taste. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. The only thing killzone was good for was selling PlayStation hardware because it was pretty and it was shallow. Um that that was about it.
1: It's true but you shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The only thing that makes me more mad about Resistance not gang love is when people refer to Horizon Zero Dawn as an RPG. That's the only other thing that makes me more mad. Alright, we there. better move on. We
1: better <laughs> move on. <laughs> I, I can see the vein on Eric. <laughs> if I'm not careful, it's going
0: to start on me too. <laughs> uh, it's a what? Okay, so uh, Glorious Ward just dropped in the chat for our final question. Question: yeah. Who plays first for Price? Uh, what is Sony's second launch title rumor? Okay, I'm, I'm going to just deflate the second launch title rumor. It's Final Fantasy 16. It'll come out in 2024.
1: Um, no, no, no. He means <laughs> launch the launch rumor, the, the game that's launching. Um, and to answer his question, it's one of the games they've already shown. It's,
0: oh. It's,
1: okay. oh so he's uh, talking. Oh. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's uh, it's Destruction All-Star. I think that's how you pronounce it, from Lusun Wushu, or it's yes. Demon's Souls. Um, it's one of the two. I don't know which one it is, but it's it's one of the two. One of those two will be at launch alongside Spider-Man, and obviously um, Astro's Playroom, but that's pre-installed, so that goes without saying. Uh, it'll it'll be one of those two, and and
0: as for who blinks first, yeah, <laughs> we're we're not going to find out till September. So who gives a
1: shit? I. I, that, that, that's uh, were we done with community questions, Nick.
0: Other than well, this me, is gonna segue into our. That's why I use yeah, this yeah. I mean,
1: it, that's an excellent segue. Um, unfortunately, we can't answer Glorious Wars' question, but that is an excellent segue into our discussion topic, which is basically launch lineups, price, release date, and why the hell don't we know any of the three?
0: <laughs> you, you, okay? You know what? The craziest thing, the craziest thing to me is, is we always say. We've got people that are about the hardware and we got people that are about the games. And I respect that. If you're excited about a new high-end hardware, I respect you. If you're excited about games, I respect you. But we don't know anything about either of those. (laughs) There's nothing. Literally nothing. It's getting to the point of ludicrous amount of lack of information that people are literally hauling random stuff out of their ass and making stuff up. It is getting So bizarre. Like, I saw a thread started by someone and they were like, yeah, uh, so Fallout 5 is going to be exclusive to PlayStation 5. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Just (laughs) stop. This is the thing. Microsoft and Sony, I understand. The COVID thing threw everyone for a loop. It's not going to get any better. You got to figure this shit out. Hmm? Because we're heading into, we're like three months from prospective launch. Microsoft confirmed they're launching in November. So like we actually have a window for them of what the hell's going on. Um, Should not be rocket science. I understand COVID throws a couple of monkey wrenches into it. But if you're telling me you can't tell me the price of your console yet or what software is going to be there day one, not giving me a lot of faith to throw down my like five hundred plus dollars that both these manufacturers want to sell me a console for. Because let's yeah. face it, we're all on the same boat here. Like the cheapest of these consoles is going to be four ninety nine. There's no way it's going under that, except for Series S. That'll land yeah. wherever it lands. Yeah. But for like your your Series X and PlayStation Five, they ain't going below four ninety nine. So. Let me phrase a question. We have Halo Infinite Delay. I'm not going to pull out my whole, I have inside information. But I'm telling you, right now, this is not the last delay. And I would be careful how hard you ride the, (laughs) Halo got delayed train. Now they have no launch lineup. I would be careful how far you ride that. Because everything is up in the air right now. Games that were supposed to be launch games aren't launch games anymore. They're twenty twenty one games. Like Open Secret, spoiler alert: Ratchet and Clank was supposed to be a launch game. It's not. Demon Souls was supposed to. <laughs> Demon Souls was supposed to be a PS4 game. <laughs>
1: I don't know Demon what Demon Souls could make launch. I'll disagree with you publicly here. I think I still think Demon
0: Souls could make launch. Um, All right. I, I no. will put – hey, no, I'm doing this right now. we doing this. we doing this yeah. old-fashioned here. we doing, We're doing this. $25 game card of your choice if Demon Souls makes launch. Ooh. Okay. Um. And what if it doesn't? If it doesn't, then you, we'll, we'll reverse it. You owe me a 25 game card. Okay. Virtual handshake. Yeah. Uh, but let's wait, wait.
1: because we have to social distance, let's just mock Jared, so –
2: <laughs> hey, I <have> man. <laughs> all
1: right, it's settled. Um it's all right, yeah. So
0: here's killing kill our buddy. You to kill me one day, just say <laughs> if, if if Mike P ever tunes into an episode of this podcast, I'm dead. Um uh, <laughs> I will say this though. Is I said on this show three months ago. PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X lineups could be some of the best software launches we've seen to start a generation. No. 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 So i <laughs> will dismantle this piece by piece. What do you guys think will actually, and this is based on what we know. I'm not talking about all these freaking rumors that are flying around about Microsoft's acquiring a new launch game or sure. PlayStation's got fifteen and timed exclusives they bought and all this other nonsense off of what we know right now we will start with the playstation 5 what games do you guys think realistically could be at launch on playstation 5
1: jared eric you, you guys have been quite kind of quiet for a minute so um
3: go ahead Jared.
2: well we got miles morales that's definitely coming yep
1: still holiday yep
2: destruction all-stars might be seen like an in- that destruction derby one, or whatever sure. that seems like a likely one. Um, sure. but that, um, um, whatever that other dual sense controller <laughs> game that's coming with it that has like the Astrobot or whatever that's coming along with it, too. Sure. Um, but honestly, outside of that, I don't see much unless they do some sort of well, it was Godfall, too, but mm-hmm. even then. It, that that's all I could really think of. Like outside of that, I don't, I can't see them adding much more because of this year and just what's been going on.
3: Yeah, I probably co-sign on Jared with uh, that also. But I think they're also going to position. I know it's a cross-gen game, but I think they'll, they'll still position Kena.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Kena would be they'll nice. That would be a nice. One,
3: a launch, you know.
2: I think I think a lot of people are sleeping on Kena.
3: That game. Uh, yeah. I hope that, that game I hope I hope not, man, because that game looks so good.
2: I'd actually use that almost like if that was gonna be part of my launch lineup, I definitely heavily market that alongside Miles Morales mm-hmm. because yep. it's the whole Pixar adventure yep. worlds kind of atmosphere is very that's a very big selling point for people. So
3: those yeah, those, just like racing games, those types of games do really well at console launches. Absolutely, you know they they just kind of go hand in hand with it. So, um, I don't know about GT though. GT is—I mean, speaking of racing games, I don't—I don't know if GT will be there. But
1: how do I say this politely? Polyphony marches to the beat of their own drum. Yeah, Um, and that's pre-pandemic. So, I would—I would would definitely not expect GT at launch. That's just. I guess I'll go now. So if you if you're done, Eric, only, yep. only if you're done. Um, I kind of agree with what y'all said. Deathloop and Godfall are going to be there, um, but they're timed exclusives. They're not permanent. They're just like six months, whatever, nine months, whatever. But mm-hmm. they'll be there, so they exist. Uh, Kena is a timed exclusive as well. It's worth pointing out. It's not being published by Sony, but you know, still, it's going to be there. So beyond that, I'll just kind of stick to what I said earlier. I think Destruction All Stars definitely. And then Demon Souls, there's a high chance. I think that when Demon Souls started as a PS4 game, that game has was just, it was bumped up and polished because Sony didn't need it on the PS4. Um, so, like, I, I think there's no reason Demon's Souls can't be a launch game. That's a good game to draw in the
0: hardcore audience at mm-hmm. launch. Yeah, um, you want to get all the masochistic people in the door right off the bat.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you're coming with us, sucker
3: so yeah and i think like you said you <laughs> mentioned destruction all-stars and jared mentioned it too i think that's another important game that you want to have there because again it kind of shows like it has the, the multiplayer feel it has like you yeah, know, yeah that bright and, colorful
1: right right you know, and and also just to be perfectly blunt it stands a better chance at launch
3: than it does a few months ago. oh yeah 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 that, that um, kind of game gets buried later
1: exactly um but no i i think i think there is there is no reason Demon Souls shouldn't be there. Honestly, like I'll 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 go hard on this since we've got a bet and all now. Like there is, there's just no reason now, that game makes sense to have there at launch.
3: Yeah, you know I was kind of just thinking about this too. Like we haven't heard much about it, but I wonder if there's going to be some kind of big deal Rocket League thing for console launches. What do you mean, like big, like like some new content drop for it or some new? Ah, they just went
0: free-to-play, so I can't imagine them doing much,
3: Mm because Rocket
0: League's free-to-play by, I think, the end of the month, or it's either that or it's now, Mm -hmm. so if they have an update planned, it'd be like their PS5 and Xbox Series X patch.
3: Yeah. Um, like, but I mean, but I wonder if they have, like, yeah, like the, the patch to show, like, wow, look how amazing this looks now. But also, there's a new mode or something like that. I, yeah, well, I, I
0: see you're going to see a lot. I think this is something PlayStation and Xbox are going to lean into. Is like we saw with, like, Sekiro, for example, is getting a giant update October 15th. I would be very much surprised if another update stealth drops with next generation consoles that's a quote-unquote series x or ps5 enhancement i think you're gonna see a, a ton of those mm-hmm. especially from the live service games like <laughs> you think destiny's not gonna try to milk some more suckers oh oh! i mean destiny <laughs> they've already said beyond light
1: is dropping yeah. in november um and it's it's including game pass and that's when the next gen enhancements drop that make it 4k 60 and i like Oh no, they, they've already gotten in on the good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm this there right now because I know Lord Cognito listens to this. Even with 4K60, that game's still going to be trash. <laughs> 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 it looks so much better though. Please play so much better. You can paint a turd red, it's still a turd. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hey, you can't
2: talk about Anthem like that. Come on, man. Jeez.
0: <laughs> hey, maybe Anthem <laughs> 2.0 will be ready by 2022 for you, Jared. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at 2026 at this rate. No. <laughs> but no, I think I think um before moving to the Xbox stuff, you guys nailed all the PlayStation stuff, I think, that's gonna be there um i'm just what i'm interested in with sony because they've done it before and i'm not saying like I'm a, i hate trying to say this because trying to phrase this in a way where it doesn't make me sound like a dickhead is really hard mm. and mm. what i want to say is this is not a quote unquote and a- xbox has the same problem this is not a strong launch lineup so What I'm wondering is if Sony does an E3 of dreams down like very early into the PlayStation 5's life cycle where they'll show stuff again that's three, four years out just to get people in the door again. I hope they don't. Like, I hope they don't. It feels
1: unnecessary at this point. Like, I know God of War 2 is coming, I know Days Gone 2 is coming. I don't need to see a CGI trailer for those games. They're coming. That's just me, though. Like I know people will disagree, and well, also, it, I'm a complete hypocrite. And when I see CGI Thor summon Mjolnir and lightning crackling, I'm going to be squeeing like a little girl. So, <laughs> you
0: know. yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like that, and that's the thing is, like, because everybody on here is pretty much level headed. If we love a game, it don't matter if it's CGI gameplay, whatever. They drop a trailer. We run into the room. You guys should, like if people could see the gaming perspective DM when anything Baldur's Gate three related drops insufferable. <laughs> it's insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> like it's absolutely insufferable. The things I'll do. I'm like, hey guys, there's a secret panel in a bar in Germany about Baldur's Gate three, and these guys are like, oh my god, somebody come get him. Someone, get him. Someone give him a ticket so we can go
2: and just shout out about it.
0: Um, But since you guys covered the PlayStation 1 so well, I'm going to take a kick at the Xbox Series X uh, launch lineup because I'm going to forget a ton of third-party deals because I'm terrible at keeping um, track of these. I think there's going to be a lot of focus on the medium because they're trying to do something truly quote unquote, next gen. And I think without Halo Infinite being there, I think leaning into uh, that will be very interesting. I really like the fact that Microsoft, even after Blair Witch just being a fairly average game, Microsoft still saw potential in Bluebird Team and is still going, hey, let's keep doing this because let's face it, the horror game market is kinda lack of lacking. Um, so it's cool to see, it's cool to see that. Um, You're going to have that Destiny 2 nonsense on there. That's going to be there. Um, You know, depending where it launches in November, could coincide with Cyberpunk launching or AC Valhalla. They got marketing for that. So maybe, I don't know, because those games launch two days apart, which makes no freaking sense to me at all. Um, I'm actually glad Halo Infinite got delayed because I was trying to figure out how I was going to play all three of those games, which are all (laughs) open world in the same week. But now I don't have to. Um, Yeah, I'm really drawing a blank for Xbox is like there's like I don't want to say there's nothing Um, because that's disingenuous. It's just there's stuff that hasn't caught my eye. And I said this to Sam earlier in this week is – Halo Infinite was that I'm a B-Day 1 with Xbox Series X and now I'm just like, you know, the games are cool and I'm really, you know, I'm glad people are excited for it, but like if I'm tight for money, I ain't gonna, you know, eat ramen for a week to afford this thing um, based on what's there. Um, But what do you guys think will be there? Because I'm done. I I ain't got nothing. I don't know why I tried to lead that topic when I had nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah there really isn't a whole lot going on for much for uh, xbox as well either like um media might will probably be one um then some other little minor console time exclusives but other than that i think it really is a big bulk for not just xbox in general but for playstation 2 will be what will be available for backwards and forwards compatibility from Xbox one to series x to what you can play as on current general now I think that's really going to be more selling aspect. But Xbox, I got nothing other than maybe the medium and something else. I can't really remember much, honestly. But, yeah, it's pretty sparse.
3: About to get that 4K60 Ray Trace Crimson Dragon update.
2: Yeah, let's go. You say that like <laughs> Check it out if it
1: happened.
2: What's I would.
3: Hey, it's the closest thing we have to a new Panzer Dragons, I, like, you know. I mean, besides the remaster, which I still haven't played yet. But uh yeah, um, I'm, I'm not sure, man. Yeah, it's uh yeah, like you guys kind of said it like the medium, which is a game I'm really looking forward to um to checking out. Um Yeah, uh because from the showcase, like how many of the games were actually confirmed, like launch titles from either showcase? We don't really
1: um, know so, anything, right? So, uh, Medium. Medium is a, a launch title. Uh, okay. There's that one. Then uh, the Tetris uh, Effect Connected, which is like the multiplayer update to Tetris Effect, which I've heard good things. I've never actually played it, but I've heard good things. Um, that's a timed exclusive for them. Uh, Crossfire X. That is still coming, the campaign from Remedy. That's coming this right. fall. Um, it's a game that's already existing. Per- so, like, this is kind of a gray area, but Gears Tactics is coming to console this fall. Like, that'll coincide with the Series X launch. You'll still be able to play it on Xbox One, to be clear, but it's it's 4K, 60 on VX and all that. Um and then I believe you no. Know, tell me why we'll be out by then. Like that's uh, that's
2: already. That's actually really soon. Yeah. yeah, that's actually. August
0: twenty seventh.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought it was all. You no, know, it's August twenty. The first chapter is August twenty second, or is
0: August twenty seventh? It's August twenty seventh, dude.
1: I'm telling you right now. We're gonna look it up. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. One second. One second. Uh, no. Okay, you're right. Yeah, first episode is August twenty seventh. Okay. All right. Point is that's soon and that's before the console launches, um, so yeah. And then obviously, I know it's not exclusive, but the, it is launching in the Game Pass, so it's worth mentioning. Uh, Beyond Light, that expansion for Destiny Two is a pretty big deal. They've got uh, a couple of other timed exclusives. You know, uh, Scorn, that yeah. really weird, gross-looking horror game. Scorn mm-hmm. is going to be there. That's uh, the right. one with the wall dicks, right? Yes, the wall dicks. Call of the Sea. Which is like an exploration game that looks really cool. That's gonna be there. And then the Ascent, which is that top down Diablo style RPG Whoa. uh that was the launch
2: title. Tetris effect connected as well. That's that's gonna be that. Did I not say did that? You, I, I, if you did, I completely missed it. But yeah, I mean oh, it's, it's it's it, yeah, still. Yeah, it is
1: there, but I thought I said that. Um yeah. but yeah, like those are so 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 for Xbox, the loss of Halo is definitely felt. This is kind of what I was getting to. Um that's there, so it's it's more like third party games. I'm definitely
2: interested yeah. in the
1: medium and and that sort of thing, but it's definitely the third party games where it's just like, okay, I'll play them and they'll be better.
2: <laughs> yeah. The other thing I think Xbox has actually going for them right now is actually it'll be launching around the time in a month where there are some also major third party games coming out, which players will be like, hey, I already got the new Xbox, so I won't have to wait much longer to be a hit, be like, hey. I could play Cyberpunk 2077 on my Series X, or Assassin's Creed Valhalla on my Series X, or Watch Dogs Legion on my Series X, sort of thing. Like, there's a whole bunch of games coming around that time too, which could severely impact, depending on the marketing rights, what these games have. Which, actually, right now, lean towards Xbox, which should help launch lineups on their day, depending on,
0: again, the marketing with them. You know what we missed? Mm. GTA 5, baby. No. <laughs> that, okay, no,
1: that's fall 2021
0: Shut up Shut up uh, The next gen version of GTA 5 is 2021 Fall 2021 8%. Oh, I can't wait till that's on MPD Till 2023 now
2: 2022 summer though Ray Trace <on>
3: GTA 5 <laughs> No,
0: now you can see Trevor's nuts. <laughs> 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 you can
3: see the oh, on
0: the his hell, you through the skin. <laughs> <It's> so veiny. <laughs> no, no, all I got to say is I do not need JTA 5 with ray tracing because I don't need ray tracing to watch a 12-year-old kid smack me around in that game online.
2: <laughs> um. I, I would totally watch that just saying. I mean <laughs> – I pay too, in real yeah. life. I Remember pay that's to that's in real life. That's you in real life. That you might be on <laughs> uh,
3: There was a time where we probably would have said, "There's going to be like a story DLC to go along with the good you know, job with the launch of these consoles in regards to either GTA or Red Dead." But Rockstar was like, "We don't do that anymore." What? Get the oh. hell out of here. Shark cards. Oh. What? Yeah, <laughs> we'll have some shark cards that they go oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They, they got shark cards for you at launch. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, hey, when you buy PlayStation 5, because they've got the marketing, because you know, they kicked off their showcase with GTA 5, which to this day, you know, did they when they were setting up that showcase, they're like, oh, we gotta start with GTA 5, but at least it's all uphill from there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but for real GTA 5 is not going away we're never getting GTA 6 i I'll uh, <laughs> to put this in perspective Cade Onder on Twitter will be able to grow a full beard by the time GTA 6 uh, comes out That'll we'll have great. him on the podcast for him to defend that statement soon um, <laughs> but yeah it's it's disappointing to me because I really thought this launch lineup for both consoles was going to be better this time around I thought we weren't going to do the whole Hey, it's Dead Rising 3. Yeah, no. Uh, because, like, I'm I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm super hardcore into gaming, but there was nothing, nothing at PlayStation 4 and Xbox One launch that made me go, yeah, I need to spend $400, $500 on a console. Well, actually, no. For me, it was $600 for the Xbox One, $500 for the PS4. So I looked I at that. And- confession.
2: I was already what? sold on these consoles when the tech was released. <laughs> Without even any games, the technology alone, to me, sold me on those consoles. Just because I know what that technology can do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't like that, though. See, the thing is, is I'm going to say this, and people are going to be really mad about this, but I'm so tired of these dudes talking about console specs in YouTube videos, and I look back... And they got a 1080p TV <laughs> that's 60 hertz. I'm talking about myself because, like, my TV is old as hell. Um, but, like, I can't wait to play 120 frames with my 60 hertz monitor. Shut up. Yeah, that's uh,
2: happened. Sorry.
0: But, uh, yeah, uh, people are going to buy uh, – People are going to buy what they're going to buy. And some people are sold on brand loyalty. Like I had someone tell me, they were like, I'm buying a PS5 day one for God of War 2. I'm like, cool. I'm going to wait till I actually see it first, though, um, <laughs> because game development can take a minute. <laughs> um, and I bought a PS3 off of brand loyalty to the PlayStation 2. And let me tell you, that second job sucked.
3: See, I was the I was the opposite. I was like so ready to hear about the PS3, and they were like, "You'll get a second job." I was like, "But no, the hell I won't." <laughs> <So that> was <laughs> like two, Eric, years, two years, later, like I was like, later. "Eric, powered
0: your fridge."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" And it, I, I kept that same energy though. Microsoft was like, "It's connecting the bus." It's like, "I hate connect." I'll see you when it's out of there. <laughs> and the minute the minute they dropped it and did the one chair by, him, I was like, "Let's go!" And that 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 hurt because I wanted to play Sunset Overdrive. I was like. I'm not. I don't want to connect them. I don't want it. Yeah.
0: You know? I think
3: that's the funniest thing. Is like Sunset Overdrive was the game that made me go. I need to get an Xbox One. Yep. The minute I saw it, I was like, "That's what I'm talking about." I
0: still haven't finished it though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> pretty Nick, lame. You're you're a fraud, and that's yeah. no. So. <laughs> I still love that game. I need to play through that game again.
0: I need to play through the game. So.
3: Yes, you do. Just like still me. wish that game got an update, but hey. It is what it
1: is. I mean, you know, they have said that there's there's going to be a list of games they're going to share that are like getting those auto-updates with the auto-HDR and auto-enhancements. So cross your fingers. Maybe that'll be
2: one of them. The like, play's amazing on PC, just saying, just like, the extra hardware strength really makes uh, sense. Of, an overdrive stand out substantially more. It's nice. Like, I, I really hope they get a nice update for next-gen 4Sense Overdrive because it'd be well worth playing through again, in my eyes. Mm.
0: Yeah, well, wait and see. Um, how about our launch lineups? Well, Xbox's marketing is now you can play four generations of games and PlayStation. Well, they're just not saying anything.
2: Yeah, they're kind of just twiddling their thumbs right now. I
0: I, I don't know what everyone's if, waiting for.
1: I, if we, I'll, I'll, this is the last thing I'm gonna say because I know we gotta get moving. If we hit September and we don't know release dates and prices, I'm going to be very grumpy. I'm going to be very, very grumpy.
0: (laughs) Well, guess what? I guess on September's first episode, you're going to be Samuel Grumpy Tolbert because I... Well, no, it would be September 5th, assuming we do it Saturday. Oh my God, this mother... Of course he has the calendar open. Of course he has the calendar on his computer open. A fucking smart ass <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man so that's it for the show hope you guys enjoyed it um, I've got to go smack these guys around now for being insubordinate through the whole episode <laughs>
3: uh,
0: so yeah glorious war I wrote that uh, I copy and pasted your question in the document. We will touch on that first next week um, because we're already at two hours and 15 minutes, and the MP3 audience really gets annoyed with me because we're really long-winded. But good <laughs> conversations were had. Um, we got some exciting guests that are going to be coming up. So if you guys have been watching the show a long time, I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, we are now currently sitting at a whopping 86 subscribers, which I'm super proud of. We're only 14 away from that magical three-digit number. Um so appreciate all you guys that tune in check out the show. It really amazes me and makes me feel good is the fact that we literally have done this show on a Sunday, a Saturday and a Friday and <laughs> literally the same people have shown up every night. The fact you guys are looking for this show that consistently. I really appreciate you. that and it's
3: it's it's amazing. Um yeah, we've definitely been a moving target. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. We, to do. You. we appreciate it, man. Man,
0: really? I can't wait till one day I'm just gonna wake up and message the message you guys on like a Monday afternoon and be like, all right, Tuesday show, let's go. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> gonna be weekend, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. That's how we roll. Any day that ends in day. Um, <laughs> 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 but no, it's been a fantastic show. Appreciate you guys always turning out, showing support. And uh yeah, so we'll get to our troops here. Sam, where can people find you?
1: Unfortunately, you can still find me on Twitter at Samuel Tolbert. That's T-O-L-B-E-R-T. And uh, you can find everything I write on Windows Central, Android Central, and
2: iMore. So, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Jared, where can people find you?
2: Well, you can also find me on Twitter at RageVirus underscore X. And all my fun writing stuff over at gaming.net.
3: Absolutely. And Eric, where can people find you? Um, I'm also out in that wasteland of Twitter. Uh and you see Jackson with an X. It's not all wasteland. There are some really cool people out there, but uh but you know what I mean. Um other than that, uh Brat Podcast, nine o'clock Wednesday nights. Uh
0: absolutely. And That's I enough if- of that. Let's get going. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 you insubordinate
0: it was actually funny. I got, I got a message from Anchor, and it was like, we found that your past three episodes have this many explicit language pieces. Due to the fact you are not monetized, if you bleep those, you can apply for monetization. I'm like, I'm not going through my show and bleeping every profane word I use. I do not have the time for this. I do not care enough to. So if you want to follow me for my unfiltered um, commentary – You can find me on Twitter at Undead3XVI. Um, I highly encourage you don't follow me because you'll probably end up hate following me by the end of it. And you can find all my opinions and news and financial stuff on lordsofgaming.net. And I appreciate everyone uh, that wished me a happy birthday. I'm old as hell now. Um, So we will see you guys next week on – uh, I'm not even going to say 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday because, like, who knows? We'll <laughs> see you guys next weekend on the. Actually, no, we were shooting for Sunday, right? Because the Batman thing's on yeah, Saturday. Right? That's great. That's right. Mm-hmm, Maybe up. Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern we'll Time. See,
1: we'll see you next weekend. Yeah, Maybe. we'll see you next weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next weekend. Thank you for rocking with us, and we'll see you guys on the flip side.